Hunger Nights. Blog Talk Radio. Ten years ago, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire... When there is no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. Man, that just makes me so mad that Larry and number one nine are so goddamn stupid. I was talking to to number one nine on the telephone, and he says, "Oh no, I'm too scared to come back. Oh, I'm such a baby." And then I call Larry, and Larry like, "No, I'm I'm stupid. I don't got no internet. I can't be on your show no more." Over? Did you say over? Nothing is over until we decide it is. So it's sort of social. Demented and sad, but social. I feel reborn. I'm like a phoenix, right? From Arizona. Wendy, I'm home. And we're off. All trick, no treat. It is the LCS Hockey Radio Show. Brought to you as always by BackpagePress.com and by the number one non-updated hockey site in all the land, LCSHockey.com. LCS, the candy corn of podcasts. All right, Mike Dell. Larry, are you excited? Are you are you ready? Are you pumped? Uh, sure. Yeah, I hear you. Um, I'm just uh, I'm just very disappointed because uh, I heard some terrible news about WWE champions right before the show. So mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm devastated. Yeah, literally right before the uh, show came on the air, uh, <laughs> British ladies count down five, four, three, and I hear Mike Dell go nine hundred thousand. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Then they're doing a little monthly contest, and you need like nine hundred thousand of these things to get these other things <laughs> that we. <laughs> and that's like, yeah. and that's like twice as many of those things you needed last month to get the same thing this month. So yeah, I wasn't happy. Uh, but Larry, while yeah, while yeah. the intro is going, I, I evolved Charlotte Zombie Charlotte to three stars. So uh, now I got that Ric Flair guy. So, there you go. Yeah. There you go. I noticed right, anyway. too, like, uh, oh yeah, in the uh, there, there's a bunch of people, you know, you know, you wing them those keychains and shit. So there's like four or five guys in there I don't have. So I got eighteen really? like keychains today. I didn't get anybody. Yeah, I didn't get. I didn't get either. Matt Hardy. I didn't get Kevin Nash. I didn't get. Uh, I don't. Uh, Kurt Angle. There's like four or five of them. I didn't get any of them. Oh, huh. well, at least there's people in there though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, after the October disaster, I'm not buying anything this month. <laughs> Larry took out a loan just for WWE champions. Oh my god! I probably spent like two fifty last month trying to get uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, and I I didn't get any of the fucking zombies. And I needed one more goddamn zombie to get a Kevin Nash, and I didn't get that either. And when Larry's saying two fifty, he doesn't mean two dollars yeah, and fifty cents. No, it was about two hundred fifty bucks <laughs> last month. Because every like every other day, I'd be like, "All right, all right, I'm going to throw a twenty in and see what happens." And then you know what happens? Nothing happens. 
Yeah, you, you never learn. You, you might as well have a heroin habit for $250. I know. I hear you. Well, I'm done now. I mean, Austin's the one I wanted, and he's gone, so I got no interest yeah. in anybody else. <laughs> I'm just glad they didn't come out with a zombie Oscar, or I would have had to tap into the savings. So they might now that she's, like, turning heel and shit, spitting grease shit <laughs> yeah, all over Paige. <laughs> Dude, did you see the the match? Uh, that was great. The thing that they did with Paige, that was great. And then did you see uh, the NXT match they had with uh, Tegan Knox and Dakota Kai? No. It, it was really good. But uh, they won. She spit the mist on Dakota Kai. But I swear, she uh, it, it looked like uh, Slimer and Ghostbusters. Like, she drowned her in uh, green. It was <laughs> the most mist that hit her square in the face. Boom. <laughs> it's like nine, Drenched her. nine matches of mist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, a, I don't it's know like how... a fire hose. I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> It was spectacular. I don't know how she send her to California. <laughs> Put out the forest fire with her green mist. Mm-hmm. Uh, she will. Blair, I love the Kabuki Warriors. Good Lord in heaven, I love the Kabuki Warriors. They are so. I like good. that Kyrie say, man. She is super, oh, she's super great. hot. <laughs> she is so great. They're just a great yeah. team. They're like yeah. a throwback to classic great tag teams, or because they got matching gear now. Um, like it's they're it's black yeah. gear and stuff. And uh, they they just have the whole look and everything, and they just look like a great old school tag. Because cause nowadays tag teams don't look alike. You know, they don't really – they're just two oh, dudes no. thrown together. You know? Like the Revival looks similar and heavy machinery. I suppose. Dressed alike. But, uh, but you know what I'm getting at. Like not like the hard Yeah, yeah, yeah. British Bulldogs. Or, yeah, where they all had matching stuff. And, yeah, so looks good. But at All the right. same time, uh, anyway, keep in mind, like, back then, a tag team was a fucking tag team. If you were a tag team, you were a fucking <laughs> tag team. You, you weren't tag team in one match, and then next match you got a, a title shot and shit by yourself. No, 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 no. You well, well I think they're building Becky and Asuka. I think they're building because because Becky wants revenge on Asuka. So at least they're remembering the fact that, you know, Asuka tapped her out. That's nice. But they're just going to feed yeah. her to Becky. They They should have her beat Becky. And then they should have her beat Charlotte. And then Charlotte steps in and says, hey, I'll show you how it's done, Becky. I beat her all the time. And then have her beat Charlotte to really build up Oscar. <laughs> and then you have Becky beat her. Like, you know, but they're just going to have Becky beat her. <laughs> yeah, and, people, and when she does, people are going to turn on Becky because everyone loves the Kabuki Warriors now. And people are kind of getting a little tired of Becky. <laughs> so if she beats mm-hmm. Oscar, people are going to turn on her just like they turned on Seth. So, like the Kabuki Warriors is such a terrible name, though. Yeah, I know. It's growing on me, but yeah, what are you going to do? I don't know. All right, so let's get to the big show. Because I could talk Oscar for three hours. Let's go to the big show. Well, we need something. (laughs) Is our guest here? No. (laughs) Yeah, this is a problem. (laughs) Yeah. I thought we were having. I believe our buddy the Ed will be showing up at some point. All right. You know, he's very busy. Uh, but I wanted to invite the Ed on this week. Spe- you know, a special moment with the Ed because uh, we wa- you watched it, I believe. Um, what's, it, what's it called? The Netflix one? Dolomite, Dolomite is, my name. is my name. And fucking up motherfuckers is my game. <laughs> it's my motherfucking game. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> that we're going to talk about Dolomite because the Ed loves Dolomite. That's his favorite yep. movie ever. He always talked to me about Dolomite for years, and I never saw Dolomite. 
So I watched this Netflix thing, and then on Amazon Prime, they also have the original Dolomite movie from 1975. So I went and I watched that. Now, did you have a chance to watch any of that, Larry? I watched some of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> when the Ed gets here, hopefully we'll break down Dolomite for everybody. Um, yeah. It's it's interesting. <laughs> I don't want to... I don't want to ruin anything until the end gets here. But uh, All right. it's fascinating, I guess. Hey, Mike, Mike Dow, exciting news, though. Um, okay. I got, an e- I got an email earlier today, and apparently um, Pennsylvania's going to allow, like, online poker starting maybe next week. Whoa. Yeah. I told Nick about it. She your was job. excited. Well, who knows? Yeah. 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 She wasn't as excited. She's like, oh, great. Just one more game you need to flip out about. (laughs) She's like, remember when we used to live? (laughs) She goes, you remember when we used to live in the apartment? You you threw the remote at that picture, and then you told me it just (laughs) fell? She's like, remember you punched (laughs) a hole in the bathroom door, and then you told me you tripped? (laughs) So. I'm excited about that. <laughs> I love online poker. But I'm telling you, here here's the thing that's frustrating with poker. Like I understand like the the little tournament we're playing was three bucks. There's not a big investment in shit. But there's no fucking reason that you should still be in the hand with a four nine when you're on the fucking river. Like you should have been fucking out of this hand and I want to play the more expensive tournaments to weed those kind of fucking morons out, but, but I don't want isn't to throw that, 100 bucks down at a shot. That's the whole point of poker. If poker would just went always by the odds, it would be boring, right? You need wacky shit like that to happen to make it interesting. I understand that. And it's different when you're playing in person. But when you're playing online, there's no tells, there's no ticks. You're playing percentages. <laughs> and when, like, when you have a 4-9 and, like, you know, seven, seven ace flops, you should have fucking folded when I bet. You know, you you have no business being in there. And then all of a sudden, here comes nine, nine on the turn in the river, and then I, I fucking lose. And, oh, I have, as much as WWE champions, like, I spaz, like, I, it's way worse <laughs> with poker. Oh, my God. Well, I still haven't bet any uh, football action, because I guess that FanDuel and stuff, you can now, in Pennsylvania, we can bet online legally sportsbook. Through like FanDuel and, mm-hmm. and I haven't done that at all this season. Um, I should really no. get on that. You can in-game bet now, Mike Dell. What do you mean? Like while the game's going on, you can make a bet? Yeah. Oh yeah. You can bet like oh, will the next play be a first down? Will they get a touchdown no before shit. the third quarter ends? Like prop bets like that. But, yeah, during the games. Wow. You can do all that Holy shit. Hell. Yep. Probably not I don't the watch best sports No, but yeah. you also only. I remember when you used to bet on there. You'd be like, "Larry, I just put <laughs> a, a dollar. I got an eight-team <laughs> NHL parlay tonight." I'm like, "All right." I'll, yeah, I'll, I, I would know, put a dollar and make like seven, eight-team parlays, and you know, I could hit. You never know. Yeah. And then what do you get for that? Like thirty bucks. Now you get like. Uh, over a hundred, if it's that many teams. Oh well, all right, that's not bad for a buck. 
<laughs> yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. It's better than yeah. spending two hundred and fifty to get some uh, big boss man shards. <laughs> I mean, you got you got the same odds as hitting the Powerball on that, but still, you know, somebody's got to hit the Powerball once in a while. <laughs> and it's the Powerball odds are better than getting that Stone Cold was, I think. So. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I swear to God, if I'd have put two fifty into the Powerball, I would have got something back. <laughs> At least some free tickets. Yeah. yeah, I did get Honky Tonk Man. What? Yeah, I got the Honky Tonk Man. I pulled him at like two stars that's something. That's big news. Yeah. Well, I so I don't know if man. I don't know if the Honky Tonk Man is now going to block me on WWE Champions, but we'll <laughs> see what happens. Because you know those things where you can pull just the shards. I uh, the yeah tokens. Well, I pulled mm-hmm. ten shards of Honky Tonk Man yesterday. I'm like, oh, nice. Now I only need a hundred and ninety <laughs> more, and I'll be all right. But yeah. Yeah, I'll be honest with you. It seemed like October they were giving the Honky Tonk Man away. I know Lance got him. I know a couple people in the faction got him. It was almost like, hey, I know you guys are all trying to get, like, Zombie Austin and all the new zombies, but no, 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 no. Here's here's Honky Tonk Man, the guy you wanted real bad, like, 14 months ago. We'll give it to you now. So next year, I mean, Zombie Austin will be mine. I still really want Honky Tonk Man. Like, I totally forgot he was even on the game, because you never see him on the game. Mm. He's never, no, not he never fight him. Yeah, he is, yeah, he's never no. available. So when I got those shards, just there, no. like, oh, nice. But, yeah, so, well. yeah, now that you say that, it is, like, even in a feud, I rarely ever see anybody else with the Honky Tonk Man. He's pretty good, too. Like, he gets his yeah. compound gems and they purple. And you know who else you never fight against or see? Uh, Farouk or uh, Sergeant yeah, Slaughter. True. I'm, yeah, well, I heard. I don't think Slaughter's all that good. Huh. Hey, the Ed's right. here. Oh, nice. Because I just sent him a yeah. text saying, you call on the show, dummy, and look what happens. There he is. Ed! I didn't get your text, but I called you today, stupid. Uh, <laughs> yeah, stupid. <laughs> well, well, I sent you a Twitter direct message, <laughs> not a text. Oh, you called me today? No. Yeah, not, thanks for answering the goddamn phone. I, I, I'm sorry, the I, I was sleeping late, so uh, I, oh, I, I must have uh, missed it. Uh, goddamn, two in the afternoon, my time's five o'clock your time. You should be eating supper. <laughs> I had a late. That is or, true. Or was I talking to Larry? Was I talking to you on the phone at that time, Larry? Or uh, I called you I'm around sorry, like four thirty. I apologize, yet I, I did not hear the phone. Man, you ain't going to believe this shit. What's that? I went out with uh, 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 Rayhound the other night. You know we in the cigar business now. I did not know that. Oh, you're in the business? Well, I smoke them. Oh, yeah, okay. Because I think you told us you joined like a cigar on it, club, right, Larry? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. $3,000 a year. I smoke about eight cigars a day now. My God. <laughs> They're, they're good for you. That's like 60 <laughs> cigarettes. No, it's not as eight. Cigars, stupid. No. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, listen. Yeah, I've been spending about $300 a day on fucking cigars. <laughs> <laughs> That's like Larry and WWE Champion. I hear you. Hey, you know, the other day I'm sitting at home, and I and I got that thing where I got all the fucking channels. <laughs> yeah. And I'm watching... And I'm watching the porno channels, and I happen to look on live events, and in the middle of the afternoon, fucking WWE's all from Saudi Arabia. Yeah. 
That's right. Crown Jewel. Yeah. Tyson Fury watched, fought Braun Strowman, heavyweight champion. Tyson fight. Fury. I've seen Kane Alasquez fight Brock Lesnar. Yeah. And uh, uh, yeah, man, they was then they, then they had this thing. Somehow, a tag team match, then another tag team, then another. T- I mean, it was like fifty-six yeah. matches. I they they like, call it tag <laughs> tag team turmoil. The end. There were twelve teams. Two teams start. Whoever loses leaves, and then another team runs down. Yeah. That's like the Royal Rumble for tag teams. <laughs> yeah. I got a question. I was like, this is yeah. What 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 does it mean that Tyson Fury's like the lineal champion? What does that mean? Man, that's some dumb bullshit. Because back when <laughs> Sonny Liston and Muhammad Ali first got championships, there was a title that was it was just called the World Heavyweight Championship. So I don't All even right. know how they justify saying he's the lineal. I don't know. He's the dummy. Well, they just well they just trace it back. You know, like. Yeah. Whoever had the, you know, to see who won, who Now beat listen, I'm, I'm driving. So is that so like if my phone cuts out? That that don't mean I hung up. Okay. Right. So is that a real hey, title? You know what else? Like is that... Larry, Larry, you know what else he is? I believe, or I don't know, maybe I got this wrong. I might be thinking of someone else, but he might be the lineal tough enough champion as well, or the brawl for all champion. I mean, you know, uh, Bart Gunn yeah. lost to Butterbean. And then if like if you trace yeah. Butterbean's fights to a guy to another guy to another guy, I think it all race, traces back to Tyson Fury as well. So. What? Yeah, Tyson. I don't even understand. Yeah, do you remember Butterbean so won the like, brawl? He beat up. He knocked out Bart Gunn. Yeah, I remember that. I don't understand how that how that is. Well, so then if Butterbean is Tyson technically Fury. the brawl for all champion, and then he loses, whoever mm-hmm. whoever the guy beat him, he has it, and then another guy beat that guy, and then you know it just goes uh, right down the line until eventually you get to Tyson Fury, I think. I see what you're saying. Yeah, they, right. they had a lot of shit going on. Like, Ric Flair had a team against Hulk Hogan's team. Hulk Hogan's team won that. Yeah. And Flair's team I mean, was, I was so much better. Television. I was, I was, was in so front of my better. television for like 93 hours, I think, watching this thing. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Viet, how about when the ladies wrestled in Saudi Arabia? Uh-oh. We lose Viet. Oh, Viet, no, are you there? Okay, okay. I told you I'm driving, so I might hit a dead spot yeah. on this freeway. So just settle down. Did, did you see hold the on, ladies wrestling? Hold on. Keep, keep your panties on, shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've seen them ladies fighting. I don't know nothing. They were covered head in toe. T-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> well, full body outfits and T-shirts on top of that. Because you, you couldn't yeah, even hit, get a hint of bosom. They had to cover it now with the T-shirt. you can't make it out there, man. No, no, no. You can't be out yeah. there doing that sexy stuff. That's right. What would have been great? Here's what would have been great if they would have worn a bodysuit, like how how Rick Rude did with like the muscles and all that, and they had their titties on the front of the picture. Well, the picture of boobs on the thing. Well, first of all, the Ed, that that uh, bodysuit Rick or Rick Rude was that was actually his body. He was actually that ripped up. <laughs> that was his body. Oh really? No, what he's talking yeah, about right. when he used to put people's faces and shit on his. Crotch <laughs> on his pants. Yeah, yeah I think he's thinking of Giant Gonzalez or whatever that guy. <laughs> yeah, is. Yeah, Giant that's Gonzalez. What I mean. Giant Gonzalez. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he had Her- Harvey Whippleman. Yep. Was his guy. <laughs> Harvey Whippleman. <laughs> <laughs> he was a punk. Ain't nobody like no guy. Hey, Wilson. Well, I got a question too. Since oh, we're talking wrestling. 
Yeah. Uh, and I don't want to forget it. Okay, Mike Dell, there's a move in wrestling where it's kind of like a suicide dive. They jump through the okay. middle rope, but they call it like a Koopa Supacina or something like that. What the fuck are they saying? Tope Suicido or Tope Siasado or something like that. Tope. So it begins with tope a T. Suicido. Yeah, Tope. Tope Suicida. I never heard of that one. All right. It's a Tope. Yeah. Right. I know way of saying suicide dive. I'll drive it one night. Oh. <laughs> I had number one nine's mama in a pile driver. <laughs> well, that's not nice. Oh, yeah, I saw that on the network. Yeah, that was one She's of those. She's an elderly yeah. lady. Oh. You shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> I know. I got her out of her walker. She was all right. <laughs> hey, but listen to this junk. You're not going to believe this, number one nine. What's that? What's the other kid's name? Larry. 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 Yeah, Larry. Um, Listen, what happened? Me and the Rayhound and some fellows from the Cigar Lounge, they say, hey, we're going to go out to dinner. So they say we're going to go to this place called The Pig something. So I'm like, all right, sounds like pork to me. I'm like, all right, we're going to get some barbecue. This motherfucker was Korean barbecue. Okay. Now, have you ever been to an authenticized Korean barbecue spot? Larry? I have not, but I, they say Korean barbecue is, you know, top-notch stuff. Well, here's the here's deal. all I know about it is the uh, kettle yeah. potato chips. They have a Korean barbecue flavor potato chip, but I've never had it. That's all I know. I never had that. But listen to what I had. They, they, we ordered all this meat and all this stuff, and they set this thing. Well, we sit down, and there's this thing called a walk. Yeah. Not like walking. Not like walking or Christopher walking. <laughs> It's called a walk. Yeah. W-O-K. Yes. Now, yeah, most people are aware of this, yet. this They bring us this meat fucking raw. Yeah. We have to cook our own goddamn food. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. I don't know if I want to cook my own food. Hey, listen to this. So I'm sitting there. I'm like, like frozen. And the Rayhound's like, Come on, Ed, you gotta you gotta get in with this. I'm like, y'all make my shit, but make it cook it good, cook it good. Yeah. So, so we got all these little bowls full of different things. And they give me this little thing and it looks like potato chips. They're little yellow pieces, but they're kinda spicy. And I'm eating it and I'm like, Yeah, give me some more of that, man. So I eat like a whole bowl of this. I go, What's this shit? He goes, Oh, that's tofu. I said, oh, hey, Hey, man, no. They prepare, like, the corn, like, they had corn with cheese in it. 
which was actually yeah, pretty. Well, I can make good. corn. <laughs> well, no, I can't. I could have made the corn. They could have given me a pot and a stove. I could have done that. But man, yeah. it was like the the craziest thing that I ever seen in the world of my life. Well, never. I, I went to I, one of those rest. I went to a restaurant, you know, where they cook on the table, and the middle of the table is like a big skillet, and the yeah, guy but comes some out. Yeah, Chinese and man does this shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. You know. But I Makes don't the volcano out of the onion. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then the uh, we was with this other fella. This other fella was famous in the 1990s as in a rap group. What was his name? I don't know if y'all ever heard of this group called the Booyah Tribe. <laughs> oh they, yeah, the, the Booyah. I remember the the Booyah Tribe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My boy Gotti, he was with us, man. He's six five, four hundred pounds. Looked like Yoko's little cousin. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to see what their big song was. I, I don't remember. I, yeah, I don't remember, but I remember but those guys. They were kind of fat and stuff. They, no, they're just big boned. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, big boned. Yeah, but it, man, that that was that was some crazy junk, man. They trying to open up. They said we got to open up your palate, Ed. I, yeah. said, <laughs> I said, man, I need some real food. But so when did they you cooked like up it? the meat, it was pretty. It was pretty good. It was, I gotta admit it. But I mean, I would never go there and take the doctor there or nothing. We ain't go. Me and her ain't going there. Shit. Huh. She was well, proud she of me cook- though when I took her She could cook for she you while you're cook there. It. But you know that's how things go, man. But listen to this. I farted, but I don't think it was loud enough. Jesus. (laughs) I thought you were in a dead spot. All right. (laughs) Well, well, uh, what you kids been doing? Well, real quick before we get into the, the main topic of discussion here. What about the World Series? Did you watch that? Yeah, man, I had the Astros to win it all, and I Oof. kept betting them run. I, like, well, no, slow down before you woof it off, Jesus <laughs> Christ. So I had the Astros, and then the first game, I bet the Nationals, just because I wanted to offset it just in case something happened. So the Astros was like plus 170 or something like that. So I hit that. I had $1,000 on it. So I won 1700 Wow. The next game, I took the Astros, lost. So I'm down two games to none. So game three, I took the Astros run line. That means they got to win by more than one. I, won, I did that for the next three games. So I was up like $6,800. So the last game, I did the way that on the goddamn Astros and lost. <laughs> yeah. I broke even for the World Series. Yeah, I, I turned well, it over. Right, uh, the Astros were up 2 nothing when I turned it over, and I saw that Rendon hit a home run, and then uh, what's his face? Howie, Howie Kendrick, right? Howie the Kendrick. Foul I remember watching Howie Kendrick for the Salt Lake Bees when they used to play the Las Vegas 51s when he was in the Angels organization with uh, Weaver. The motherfucking Weaver kid that played for the Angels that was real good, that used to throw real hard. Jeff. 
Jeff Weaver yet? No, not Jeff. Was Jeff or was that his his brother? Uh, Jared maybe. Jared Weaver. I don't yeah. Know, man. Dream maybe. Weaver. I don't know. <laughs> One, One of them. Wonder Weaver boy. Street yeah. Weaver. <laughs> and uh, the, the other big news. Uh, hey, when Street Dreamer's drunk and he's driving, they call him Street Weaver. <laughs> so the Ed, this weekend, UFC, the the baddest motherfucker belt is on the line. Nate Diaz, Jorge Masvidal. The gayest shit I've ever even heard. The gayest <laughs> shit I've ever heard. The baddest motherfucker belt. They might as well have Samuel L. Jackson giving it as fucking Pulp Fiction guy and throw his wallet out there with bad motherfucker on it. It's true. Yeah, that would be probably fine. Uh, uh, Nate Diaz versus Jorge Masvidal. I'm betting on Nate Diaz. He's plus 130. Yeah, I've never heard Diaz. of him. Well, Jorge's Never a good dude. He's a, he, no, and Jorge. Masvidal's the guy that Mac knocked Dom. off Ben Askren. Yeah, yeah I mean, he's living stuff. off that. He's living off, listen, he's living off that fucking flying kick just like yeah. Matt Gregor lived off that one punch against Aldo. None of them fuckers <laughs> was good. So I'm taking, I'm going with Diaz because he ain't no punk. <laughs> Masvidal's a tough kid, though. He, he grew up in the backyard fighting with Kimbo Slice. He was fighting back then when he was a kid. Jesus Christ. And then like Kovalev 19. is fighting Canelo. Yeah. Like, Kovalev's just going to beat the hell out of him, right? I don't know. Kovalev didn't make weight today. I don't know if he ended up making it on the Ooh. second try, but he was like a half pound over, and he had like two hours to lose the half a pound. I probably have too much. Uh, I remember Kovalev, and he was really good. He was a legit crusher. Yeah, he ain't that before. good no more, but he's bigger. He's, he's big, though, so he might. Yeah, he's a big dude. So, but uh, Canelo's okay. getting slick. He pulled he pulled a page out of Floyd's book for this fight. He has a rehydration clause, so Kovalev cannot come into the fight weighing more than 185 pounds. Hmm. He can only gain 10 pounds overnight. But what if he does? They're going to cancel the fight, or he just gets more money? He gets gets like a million dollars. Knocked off for every pound. <laughs> okay. <laughs> remember, uh, remember in the days when Arturo Gotti would come in like he'd be up. What he was fighting like what one forty eight, and he'd come in like weighing one seventy or something. It was crazy. Oh, <laughs> he was way bigger than some of those dudes he was fighting. You know, Arturo Gotti. Yeah. No, it wasn't they, Gaddy that did that shit. That yeah, was it was. Else. That was that it was, was Gaddy. Castillo. That was Castillo. It was Gaddy. Man. There was a fight on ESPN Tuesday Night Fights where Gaddy came in much yeah. larger than the other dude. Uh, so. Gaddy got beat up by Floyd. Yeah. Mickey yeah. Ward. Right. So yeah. All right, the Ed. Sports. <laughs> what? Uh, any other sports takes you want to get off your chest while you're here? Yeah, the Colts are the are the uh, second best team in the AFC, and we ain't got to. Yeah, how about that, Ed? That's crazy, right? Yeah, maybe Andrew Luck wasn't that good in the, in the beginning, like I told you, dummies. T.Y. Hilton's out a month. Ooh, a month. Huh? T.Y. Hilton's out for like a month. That's a wide receiver. They got other kids to catch the ball. Like I said, man, Billy Joe got to get in there and do it. 
That's what I was just going to say. You always said when someone goes down, Billy Joe's got to step up and make a play. Look, Billy look what New Orleans Saints did. Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah. And now they keep saying Tom Brady is going to leave the Patriots. Yeah, what about year. that? Now, they always say the Titans and the Chargers. I'm like, the only obvious choice is the fucking Colts. They're ready-made for a goddamn Super Bowl. That would be that would be but, interesting if he goes to the Colts after all those years of the big rivalry and then That would huh. be the greatest, man. If Terry went there, that'd be the greatest. <laughs> yeah, the <laughs> Gronkowski Ryan, comes out of retirement and joins them. That seat like Gronkowski come and Brady come and shit. We'll hire Belichick too. Yeah, well, I got news for you. Brady's not winning shit without Belichick, <laughs> so don't worry about it. You know, is he, I'm going to ask you, do you think it's the coaching or the quarterback play? Which one is it? They well, they go hand in hand. The greatest but... of all time. They are both not the greatest of all fucking time. Well, if I had to go with one or the other, I'm going Belichick because he had a good season with Matt Me Castle. You know? Yeah, you yeah. know what? And that's what I'm saying. Like, look at this. Like, look at – like, people the other day, that uh, Chicago Bear fans that I know, they're like, if we had Pat Mahomes, we'd be killing it if we would have drafted him instead. I'm like, no, because nope. the Bears would never have ran an offense that he, that would have worked to his style. Yeah. You have to have a coach that wants to use these kids the way they're best used, like Mariota down in Tennessee. They never did none of that Oregon shit, but then they draft this motherfucker. I'm like, if you're going to draft somebody, draft them. And do what they do. That's like me getting with a woman, and she know I fuck like a champ, and then she don't want to have sex. <laughs> Put your weight on it. Put your weight on exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> but uh, the Ed, uh, that's I think that's the sign of a great coach, is they look at their players yeah, and they adjust to the players, where bad coaches make the players adjust to them, you know? You know what? you exactly god dang right. Now, did you hear what Earl Campbell said today? Earl Campbell's a racist. Oh, no, I love Earl Campbell, though, but yeah. He said that Texas will never win until they get a, a black quarterback. Huh. Now, what if what if Max Kellerman went on first take Monday morning and said, <laughs> uh, so-and-so will never win until they get a white quarterback? Yeah. That would be crazy. I'm, I'm just glad Earl Campbell's still uh, around and hanging in there. Yeah, I eat his hot links all the time. Earl Campbell hot links are good as hell. You ever had those? Are they made with tofu? No, man, but I ate tofu, so you can eat a goddamn link. <laughs> all right. All right, yeah. True, well, let's yeah. get to the main topic here. The reason we wanted to have What's you on tonight. Topic? Your favorite movie of all time, Dolomite. Oh, yeah. Way down in the jungle. The lion stepped on the sanctified monkey's feet. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. All right, now, the, if, if you had a chance, off. if you had a chance you to watch that uh, Netflix movie, My Dolomite is My Name with Eddie Murphy. I watch it three times a day along with the real one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. All but, right, so, you know, so, for the, now, so for the kids out there who aren't familiar with Dolomite, it was created by uh, what, Rudy Ray Moore. That was the fellow's name, right? Oh, a friend of mine. I met Rudy Raymore many, many times. He knows who Ed is. Well, well, why don't, don't you tell the, kids, tell the kids all they need to know about Rudy Raymore? 
Rudy Ray Moore was one of the first rappers. Actually, he was the first rapper, pretty much. They call he him the godfather stories. of rap. Yes. He told stories about different subjects. He made records back in the six, uh, 70s, and they were like, you know, filthy records like Red Fox and them guys that Richard Pryor used to make. But Dolomite, well, he's Rudy Ray Moore, he came up with this character, Dolomite. And it blew up in the black community. And he went all over America, the world of America, and became a superstar sensation. But they called these movies black exploitation movies because yeah. they they were, you know, low-budget films, and it was, you know, pretty much pimps, hoes, drug dealers, stuff like that. And I've told you kids about these movies years ago, and you guys laughed well, at me and said, I never even heard of this shit. I never heard of Dolomite. Uh, like, when you told me this was years ago. Um, but, you know, I grew up on Shaft. I loved the Shaft movies. Shaft, Shaft, see, 64, Dolomite, Shaft and yeah, yeah. But and Dolomite uh, got into the movie theaters, too. And, and Dolomite, the character, I guess he based it, because Rudy Ray Moore, when he came up with Dolomite, he was in his 40s, and he was a struggling comedian. He was a former singer. Yeah. He was trying to find something to click. And there used to be a, a homeless he guy. Like, he was kind of like me. Kind of like me. <laughs> so, kind of, there's a homeless guy like in the neighborhood who always told these stories about Dolomite. These crazy yeah. stories about a guy named Dolomite. And Rudy Ray Moore took those stories, jazzed them up a bit, and created a character Dolomite. And he went on stage and performed as Dolomite, who's like a pimp. And he dressed yeah. like a pimp. And he would tell these little rhyming stories, kind of like the Ed. And i got to tell you, the Ed. When I was watching this, I was thinking, wow, I can tell that the Ed was heavily influenced by Rudy Ray Moore. Yeah. Now, you once knew a man named Ed Miller. The motherfucker was cool and a show-fired lady killer. He had not one, not two, but three bitches on his hands looking like a beautiful tree. Now, he took them hoes and he ran them up and down. And they made him lots of money off through that town. Till one day he left, and a girl, she was a rocker, and he married that girl because that was the doctor. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. There he is. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But yeah, man. Now, did you watch the original movie or just the Eddie Murphy's movie? Well, we watched the Eddie Murphy one, and then we went and watched the original movie. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Well, thank you. Cinematic. Well, talk... What do you want to talk about first? Let's talk about the Eddie Murphy movie first. Okay. Right. There was there was some things in there. I'm I'm gonna see if you caught some things in that movie. Okay. Well. Go ahead. Would you like to say ask us what we caught or? Are you what gonna say that the? What did you learn about? I want to say one thing that you probably noticed was that the big sex scene in the film, the, the funny sex scene that they showed them filming, really wasn't in Dolomite. Yeah, that was not the way that it went down, no. It didn't really it, go down. That like scene that. was in the Human Tornado, the sequel to Dolomite. Exactly. That particular one was. Because he yes. had one in the Dolomite scene was when the lady, her husband came in and shot at it. 
Yeah. Or was that Human Tornado? That might have been Human Tornado. I get them all I'm confused. Trying to think. No, because Petey Wheatstraw had it too. Did you see Petey Wheatstraw? Yeah, I think that may – the scene with the the guy shooting him, I think that may have been Petey Wheatstraw. Yeah, I think that one was too. Because he was in there. The love scene with uh, Dolomite is when he was with Shy, short for Chicago. And they didn't put her in the movie. And I liked Shy. And Stan, they had some sexy chicks in the Dolomite movie, in the real one. Uh, Shy was in the Eddie Murphy movie right at the beginning. Did I didn't see her in the beginning? I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I'm. I'm, You know what? I'm confusing you. You're right, Ed. She wasn't. I was confusing the two movies. She was the beginning of the actual movie. Yes. Um. But yeah. So so how do you think Eddie Murphy did as Rudy Ray Moore? I thought he was pretty great. Uh, man, I got to give it a, a B minus. Yeah, his performance at or, least. The, or the movie. I I, I think I, I kept hearing. Oh, kept hearing what? Yeah, I think he hit a dead spot. Huh? He he you was Sherman Clump too much. I, I said I, he used the voice of Sherman Clump, and I didn't like that. Oh, okay. See, I yes. never saw the Clumps, so I don't know. Yeah, he used the Sherman Clump voice. I didn't like that at all. But, I mean, the movie for, you know, kind of preserved, you know, stuff to kind of make people aware of him. Now, I don't know if you caught this. And this is the only thing that I ever didn't like about Rudy Ray Moore. He was a part-time fan. (laughs) I didn't want to bring this up because I knew what was. (laughs) But, yes, uh, it seems to that he was. He was gay, at least on occasion. Yeah, did you catch that? Did you catch that in the beginning when the guy, when they were sitting down at the table eating? No. And the guy said, "Man, you listen to them stories." My my uncle Mike F says, "Man, my uncle used to tell all them Dolomite stories in prison. Man, they ain't have much to do in prison." And then the fag sitting next to Dolomite, which was his part-time boyfriend, said they could fuck. And he's like, "Man, we don't want to hear about that shit." I didn't even hear then, that. Yeah, then when they're at the picnic and they're talking about discussing the movie, uh, Craig Robinson says, man, I, when I read the credits, man, they got all this stuff, man. They got the, the 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 different type of people. Then they got the best boy, and that fag goes, I could use me a best boy. And he goes, Tony, we don't need to hear all that shit. <laughs> all right, I do remember that, yeah. So all two right. times they threw some fag shit in there to give you a clue that that motherfucker was doing fag shit sometimes. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, we should tell the people, uh, Rudy Ray Moore's albums, uh, the covers of these albums would be like him and uh, a lot of naked ladies, <laughs> or at least one naked oh, lady. Yeah. Eat Out More Often was the first one. Yeah, it was very overtly sexual, and they couldn't even like yeah. sell the albums. They had to, you know, in re- normal record stores, you had to get them, you know, sneaky. It was just like porno things, yeah. Yeah. But I, uh, Larry, I, thought, I thought Wesley Snipes played a very good role. I thought Wesley Snipes did pretty good. I thought Wesley Snipes was hilarious. I thought he was the best part of the, yeah. the movie. Larry, what do you think about Eddie Murphy and Wesley Snipes and the, the movie in general? I thought the movie was – it was just all right. I didn't think it was – you know, I understand it was a comedy, but I, the jokes weren't really landing for me. They, uh, yeah. They, they could have really used more Mike Epps, but – I like Mike Epps a lot. They didn't use him that much in this movie. It, it was okay. It was all right. I 
Yeah, it was good, a positive review, but nothing spectacular. They could have definitely funnied it up more. There's only like maybe two yeah. or three pops, like laughable moments. See, I, didn't, I never <laughs> looked it as a, I never looked it as a, as a funny movie. I looked it as a biopic yeah. of this fella's life. Yeah, I give it a seven. It's still a very solid movie, but um, yeah, it could have been yeah, I mean, it was solid. It could have been better. Now, see what they need to do is Eddie Murphy needs to do this. Him and Tyler Perry, because him and Tyler Perry doing shit now. And uh, Tyler Perry needs to have Eddie Murphy remake all the Dolomite movies the same yeah. fucking way that they was. <laughs> Why? Yeah, like the movie, uh, it shows how he gets popular and is in that neighborhood, and then he, you know, starts making the records. The record and companies approach. Guess where him. the first place was? Guess where the first place was that 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 he showed his movie? Indianapolis. Indianapolis. Do I need to say more, motherfuckers? <laughs> but, what I'm but uh so then uh he, he makes this movie on his own puts his own money into it and that's when the movie yeah. gets good like the the my name is Dolomite. i think that's when it really gets good like it, that's the funniest stuff is when they're filming the movie like that, that yeah. karate oh, yeah. scene but when he's fighting the guys i mean how, crea- the how creative car. was he how creative was he to go to the to the landlord and say, "Man, you got a lot of hobos and bums in there, and I'm a, I'm gonna yeah. just kick them out, and I'll and I'll and I'll run the place for you." Yeah, that, that's how they that's got the set for the, to film the movie. It was in a like an abandoned yeah. hotel or something, and he kicked out it all really the bums. It really got me think. It, it really got me thinking about calling David Allen Greer and say, "Listen, man, let's make the Ed movie. Let's do it." <laughs> that would be great. Yeah. Yeah. He, he would be I'll a good Ed. Yeah, yeah. David Allen Greer is always the guy that I said if, if we ever make a movie about me, that's the motherfucker that should play me. Yeah, I never. I mean, I liked him back in his Living Color days. Sorry, but I was never really too much into him until I watched the Carmichael Show, and then he was hilarious on there. So yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, he, he was Carmichael really good on there. And then you guys, you guys didn't understand that show. I said, kept saying, watch Carmichael Show. You watched the motherfucker nine years later. <laughs> I know after it's already off the air is when I watched it, but but it's tremendous. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think what else uh, we should mention about the the movie. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's a good solid movie. Nothing too spectacular, but I thought Eddie Murphy did good. Uh, Wesley Snipes was very funny. Wesley Snipes plays a uh, fancy highfalutin actor. <laughs> At least he thinks he yeah, is. Yeah, Derville Martin. Yeah. Who uh, Rudy Ray Moore gets to direct his film. Well, he wanted him to just be in the film, and he wanted to do it because, boy, what if I let you direct? So then he directs yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> he was like, "Shit, I'll do that." Because <laughs> yeah, he, he was, was very like the good. black token guy in a lot of white movies. Derville Martin was. Yeah. Because he was like a he was like a trained Theopolis actor. You know what those things are, you know? <laughs> yes, trained. That's what he was. Um. All right, so let's get into the Dolomite film, the original, 1975. Rudy Ray Moore. Greatest movie of all time. <laughs> now they the say basic. Willie Green was the baddest <laughs> motherfucker the world ever seen. <laughs> yeah, the uh, basic premise of the film is Dolomite's in prison because uh, were they? He was was he buddies with Willie Green or their adversaries? It yeah, him, like Green, were... him and Willie Green was doing the drug trade back then, and then Willie Green. Started getting with some other people, and he and he turned on Dolomite, and then Dolomite got locked up for selling dope. Yeah, and, and that Derville Martin fella played as Willie Green, and uh, yeah. so at the beginning of the film, we see Dolomite in prison, and 
the warden calls him to his office. He wants to talk to him, and he says, "Hey, you're, uh, uh, Queen B, Queen B here, yeah. my buddy, has been telling me how you're innocent." And and explain to the kids who Queen B is, the yeah, in real life and in the movie. Queen B is a, a lady named uh, Lady Reed, and Lady Reed, uh, Dolomite had found her in a bar when he was, you know, doing his Dolomite character. So they became friends. He never was sexually involved with her because she was a pretty biggin. And, uh, you know, most people don't want biggins. So <laughs> then when Willie Green, not Willie Green, Jesus Christ, um, Dolomite, on the other hand, he uh, got her to be part of his show. So then she would be part of the show and doing things. They do dirty songs together. And she made a couple albums, too. Talk yeah, and on, on her album covers, match. it would be her with a bunch of, like, naked guys on the cover. Yeah, yeah, big fat black chick with naked dudes and shit. And uh, so she was the, the the ringleader of all the kung fu girls, the kung fu army of prostitutes <laughs> yeah. that Dolomite had. Because so, they used to run a, you know, they ran a club, right? They ran a club with, like, uh, hookers yeah. and stuff. Uh, and then when he went to prison, Willie to Green took over the club, right? Yeah, and he fucked it all up, man. He had to cut up the carpet and shit and get all the money. <laughs> Do all that stuff. But, but all these girls that Queen B is in charge of, they all know Kung Fu. They're all Kung Fu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because see, Dolomite spent a lot of money training them bitches. Yeah. See, cause you, That's what it, because, you know, like when Joe tried to take her money, she said, hey, Joe, where's my money? He said, bitch, you should be paying me. I'm Joe Blow, the lover man. He said, here goes $2. Get some douche powder and keep it clean for me for the next time. Oh, that bitch whooped his ass. Oh, yeah, man. By whoop his ass, she shoved him out the door. <laughs> Pretty much. I was like, oh, she did do it. Yeah, she's a kung fu master. Listen, listen. This movie has great acting in it. I'm telling you, the fight scenes scenes are probably some of the best fight scenes that you've ever seen in your life. (laughs) Yeah, forget that Daredevil Netflix fight scenes. These these are the fight scenes that really stand (laughs) out. Now, let me tell you something. If you go back and watch the original Dolomite movie, Uh and you remember when he gets in the fight with the cops and he throws the one dude in the trunk? (laughs) Yes. If you look at the license plate, okay. it says Nevada. All right. I went down to DMV the other day, and I'm getting a new plate, and I'm getting those letters on my car. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. You have Dolomite they don't know license what it means. plate. Yeah, I'm going to have a Dolomite license plate on my car. That's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'd like to have the original one and just wear it around. Uh, Larry, how would you sum up the acting in Dolomite, the original film? Uh, it's uh, it's a bunch of horse shit. <laughs> what? <laughs> now listen, Dolomite yeah. was ahead of his time. He did something <laughs> that no other movie ever did. <laughs> Do you know what Which I'm talking was? about? <laughs> Employ people when who weren't actors. When he jumped over the cliff, he jumped over the cliff. And did instant replay. Oh, <laughs> well, wasn't that Petey Wheatstraw? Or I don't know. Was that no? Uh-uh. No, no, that was Dolomite. 
I don't remember that in the yep. movie. Yeah. Well, they oh, even you know showed what? at that the end of the uh, Eddie Murphy version, they show that clip where he does the instant replay. Yeah, that might have been Petey Wheatstraw. That might have been Petey Wheatstraw. Yeah, but I think it's from the movie Petey Wheatstraw, though. Yeah, so I, I think, think it's it after the, the devil's son is Yeah, after that guy goes in to shoot him, he jumps out the window. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But, but whoever thought about doing instant replay in a movie, that's cool. I know, that's, that is that's pretty a, good. Oh, shit. <laughs> but, but, yeah, the acting in Dolomite, um, yeah, so we should say the uh, – the premise of the film is he comes out of prison because Willie Green's he he's turning the neighborhood into you know it's it's being overrun with drugs and violence and someone's little friend got shot and uh, killed right little Jimmy. Little Jimmy, Papa, I've said this before on the show. Who killed little Jimmy, man? Who done it? I've said that many yeah, little times. Jimmy. It's like uh, yeah, little Jimmy. Uh, our truth in WWE. Our truth. Little little Jimmy. Man, the creep yeah, seen I, it all. He was coming out. The creeper was coming out the pawn shop, man. I seen it all, man. They done shot him up, man. They done blew him up. That's what they did. Because the greatest scene ever is when the creeper finally sees Dolomite for the first time. And he says, Dolomite says, well, if it isn't the creeper. He said, hey, man, hey, bro, back up, man. You don't know me, man. You don't know me. He said, he said I'm, I'm bad. And he goes, I'm so bad I kick my own ass twice a day. And that's a great well, line. Who is bad? Who's bad enough to kick their own ass twice a day? Yeah. Well, wait. Is that the hamburger pimp? Is that who? Yeah, the hamburger pimp is the creeper. Yeah, the hamburger yeah. pimp. The hamburger hey, pimp. Hey, ain't the hamburger pimp. Oh, bro, you don't know me, man. Back up, back up, man. <laughs> that's what he said. And they was that fat burger. You seen that he got a fat burger, right? They was that fat burger, and the girl liked. The girl smiled at creeper in the end. Yeah. Now, did you notice that in some scenes of Dolomite, you could see the microphones and the cameraman shadows? That seems about right. <laughs> you didn't notice that? No, I, well, I'll be honest. I thought the first, I watched like the first 15, 20 minutes, and I thought it was the greatest movie I've ever seen. It was so spectacular. And then uh, after that, it kind of goes downhill, and I kind of lost interest, and I was reading and stuff. Oh, on. Jesus Christ. <laughs> You've got to watch it again, man, with blinders on. But I think the the first fifteen minutes are so good because it's uh, the acting is so like Larry says the acting's terrible, but it's so bad it's she goes, awesome. Queen B says, "Oh, oh Dolomite, I'm so glad you're coming back. I'm telling everybody. Oh, I'm so <laughs> glad you're coming back." Because me and the doctor was watching it one night and she said, "I hate this movie," and I told her. <laughs> so so for Halloween the other night, you know, last night I was Dolomite. Yeah. Nice. And I had on my powder blue suit and. Do you know the doctor would not dress up as Queen Bee? She told me, I am not doing that shit. I think that's a deal breaker. I think you got to kick her to the curb. Yeah. That's it. And I love her too much, but she wouldn't do it. Larry, yeah. uh, the other thing I liked about the acting, Larry, is like, did you notice in that scene with the warden at the beginning, like Rudy Ray Moore would just get up out of his chair, take a couple steps somewhere for no apparent reason, just because he feels like that's how you, what actors do? Yeah. <laughs> like, Back down or something. I didn't. <laughs> no, I didn't notice that in particular. No. Like he just now, doesn't know what see, to do, so he just get up and walk around. <laughs> awesome. I mean, to me, watching Dolomite seems like if if me, you, Larry, and Damashek and Street Dreamer <laughs> and Amazing and Face Ventura and everybody in a major minority, we all made a movie. <laughs> <laughs> well. I would like to think we'd plot it better. <laughs> because well, you'd be, you'd have to be the director. 
Right, well, I'd, I'd be the writer. We'll let Larry direct. Yeah. Larry All can right. be that. And then me and Damashek could be the stars. See, Damashek would yes. be my Willie Green. Yes. Hey, we would be onto something here. The I'd end. be that. <laughs> I'd be Dave Damashek. That's what I'd say. Yeah. Well, maybe I'll, I'll have to write up the screenplay. This is pretty good, actually. I don't know. Hey, man, the Dave's no one go, going nowhere on this NFL network. He needs to make a fucking movie with us. <laughs> so there's uh, a couple other scenes in the uh, Dolomite. Uh, well, right at the beginning, he gets out of prison. He gets out in, like, a prison suit, and all these uh, good-looking ladies, Chai, oh, yeah. they show up and they pick her up in a, in a big limousine, and he says he's standing outside the prison gate, outside the car, and he says, I don't want to get in my car wearing these clothes. So he strips <laughs> down. He strips down and gets dressed up in his pimp outfit right outside the limo, and then he takes the clothes and he throws them at the guard. And what does he say to you? Do you remember? He goes, "You guard, I want you to take this shit and wipe your ass with him." He goes, <laughs> "Oh no, Dolomite, you'll be back." <laughs> and then he puts on his. Then the girl hands him some underwear. He goes, "Cotton drawers? I don't wear no fucking cotton drawers. Get the shit out of here." <laughs> So, so he gets in the back of the limousine with all the the hot ladies, and and they just start going to town. They start stripping oh, naked. Yeah, they, and, they take all their clothes out because the white girl she goes, "No shit, baby." <laughs> <laughs> so while they're driving, the the lady limo driver says, "Oh, I think we got a tail. Someone's following us." Yeah. So, yeah. So he's he like, says, right, pull, we'll over just pull up over there. Yeah. Let me out and then pull up a and little ahead. Yeah. Yeah, then then Dolomite jumps out, and then the girls keep driving a little bit, and then those guys pull up, and they're like, get out, pull the car over. Where's Dolomite? He's not in here, motherfucker. Yes, he is. They look, and the guy goes, no, he ain't in here. And he goes, where is he? Dolomite comes out with a machine gun. Breathing down your neck, motherfucker. Fucking shoots them all. And then there's one dude that survives, and he goes, oh, shit. We got a white motherfucker with rhythm. Dance, motherfucker. He starts shooting at his feet and shit. <laughs> yeah, and then, then he, he just shoots him, him anyway. Yeah, yeah, then he, he just kills him anyway. So at this point in the movie, I was all in. I was like, oh, this is amazing. This is the greatest thing ever. And uh, But I from mean, that point on, it kind of... I mean, the way that the guy died was spectacular. Yeah. <laughs> Larry, you have to admit, that was all great stuff, right? It was all right. I think the way I think the whale would enjoy this movie. <laughs> so, I turned it off. Yeah, the I'll plot, be honest with you. Yeah, like what, what made you turn it off, Larry? What was the problem? I was just like, I've had enough of this. Like, I, all right, I got a sense of it. It's garbage. The acting's terrible. Fuck it, I'm done. Man, this movie got 17 Black Academy Awards. Man. <laughs> well. I would, the love, shut I would here. love for someone to do a remake of Dolomite with, like, an actual good writing and acting. Because <laughs> I think there's a movie here hey, man, look, that could be really interesting. Dolomite was Blackter of the Year. <laughs> you didn't know like, that? Uh, so at the end, uh, we got to talk about the ending. Um, so Dolomite finally confronts – well, there is a couple sex scenes in here. The, the one sex scene he's having with the lady, it is the most awkward sex scene you've ever seen in your life. And uh, <laughs> I thought it was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but then at the end of the film, Dolomite and Willie Green, they finally have their big fight. All the kung fu girls come out. They're beating up Willie Green's people. And then uh, yeah, Willie Green and Dolomite, they, they get in the back room and they're fighting it out. 
and tell them what happens, Ian. Dolomite wins. <laughs> but what does he do? How does he beat him? With his kung fu. <laughs> yeah, but what what does he do in particular? When he goes, a booga, booga, booga. <laughs> he punches him in the belly. And well, oh, drives yeah, his... he punches his belly and takes his heart out. Well, his intestines. Pulls out like out his, his whole intestines and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I thought everybody knew that. Uh, Dolomite. Wasn't that great, though? Yeah, like, listen, I have a, fa- a soft spot for Dolomite, <clears throat> but yeah, the movie, it's, uh, I don't know. <laughs> so you guys will never it's, doubt me on anything ever. I tell you to watch Carmichael show Dolomite. You guys are like, I never heard of that shit. Hey, Avia, hey, didn't I make you a Dolomite T-shirt for Christmas one time? Yeah, yeah, uh huh. Yeah. Got all messed up that? in the wash. <laughs> yeah, that'll happen. <laughs> but but it was yeah, nice Dolomite. though. I wore it a few times. Yeah. You know, yeah, that was early on when I first met you kids. You guys was like, I never heard of goddamn Dolomite. <laughs> yeah, I never had. Never had. So Dolomite, you know, yeah. Like... Well, go ahead. Go ahead. I was wanting some spaghetti. I was looking upstairs and place got spaghetti around. Okay. Well, I was just going to say Dolomite, the budget was $100,000. And yeah. uh, Rudy Ray Moore put up most of that money himself. He, he invested everything he had to make this movie. And the movie made twelve million dollars. Holy That's shit! Right. Yeah. So back See? then, you know, nineteen seventy-five. Now, Larry, what you think about that motherfucker? Yeah, that is well, amazing. Just because uh, a lot of people saw it doesn't make it a, a good movie. <laughs> yes, it do. A lot of people saw Avatar. I don't. I think that I don't like that movie. So, uh, so after the uh, well, first of all, Dolomite's way better than Avatar. Uh, so after the first yeah. Dolomite, the Ed. Then he comes back and he makes the Human Tornado, which is like a Dolomite yeah. sequel. Now I haven't uh-huh. seen that. I'm gonna have to watch that. Well, I won't. I won't ruin it for you. Okay, thank you. And then he made another. He made other movies, but I think that was the only other Dolomite film, right? Because we mentioned Petey Wheatstraw. Yeah. Where did you Petey remember the Wheatstraw, plot of Petey, Petey Wheatstraw? Petey Wheatstraw is my favorite. My, Petey Wheatstraw is my favorite of the Rudy Ray Moore movies. Because he makes a deal with the devil. Because, see, Rudy Ray Moore dies, and the devil gives him his card. And he reads the card. He goes, Lucifer? No, nah, it's <laughs> Lucifer. So he gives him the card, and he says, hey, you know, if you want to live and, and get the people who got you and stuff, then, you know, you got to marry my daughter. And the greatest movie in cinematography history is said at this moment. Dolomite says, by the way, what does your daughter look like? <laughs> and Lucifer says, well, she's an unfortunate soul. Shows a picture. <laughs> and Rudy Raymore goes, oh, hell no, man. Kill me. Kill me. <laughs> <laughs> How is that? Line that is very good. Yeah. History. So, so that's P.D. Wheatstraw, and then he also made a movie called Monkey Hustle. Yes, Monkey Hustle, and then uh, he did that. I I, I want to say Monkey Hustle was with Insane Clown Posse. No, 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 no. Monkey Hustle was back in the seventies. Oh, when? What did he do with Insane Clown Posse? That wasn't Monkey Hustle. No. 
I forget. But monkey, I remember Monkey Hustle too. Well, I can't remember that whole movie though. Uh, what's that guy's name? Yosef, Yosef Koto or whatever that guy's name is. He's he's in it as well, and it's basically about like uh, two gang guys trying to take over a neighborhood. But then uh, there's going to be a construction to put a freeway through the neighborhood. So then they join forces and to fight the city. Yeah, it's the Monkey Hustle. That's a good movie too. And then there's one I'm other one that he man. did back back then called Disco Godfather. Oh yeah, the Disco Godfather. Yeah. I gotta watch all these movies again because I got Netflix and I got the uh, Sugar Channel. You ever seen Sugar Channel? No, I never heard of it. Yeah. Oh yeah, the Sugar Channel shows all the old black movies. Well, the Ed, why don't we why don't we do a podcast, the Ed, where we review old black exploitation films? We can do that. I'm always ready to do something. That would be Maybe great. You have a podcast that you don't will, do. Maybe this will revive my career. We'll start doing this on the Ed Show. <laughs> yeah. We'll just start talking about the Monkey Hustle and uh, Disco Godfather and Petey Wheatstraw. The last time that I saw, the last time that I ever saw Dolomite was at the Beverly Hills Hilton. And we were in an elevator with him and Ronaldo Ray, you know, the red-haired comedian. Black dude? Nope. Don't know him. You ever seen Friday? Uh, yeah. yeah. He was in that. Remember when the kid got his bike took and his dad came, picked him up in the car, and they jet, and they left in that little Chevy Chevette? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't remember. <laughs> uh, what a dad from Friday just died, too, John Witherspoon. I was, I was just going to bring that up. Yeah, John Witherspoon. He was always very funny. When he was on Letterman, he was very funny. Yeah, he was a good kid, man. Yeah. I met him twice in my life. Hmm. Yeah. I met a lot of people he, in this world of America. Yeah, I know. I know like three people. Yeah. <coughs> hey, I gotta go get a, 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 a colonoscopy next week. Oh yeah. Oof. You know, you know what yeah. they do there, the Ed. Yeah, they put you to sleep and then they. Go in there and they go down your tonsils and check out and see if your tonsils are all right. Nope, not what they do. Well, that's it's what an I'm endoscope. <laughs> that's what I'm saying they're doing. I don't want to know none of the other. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah. that's all I'm knowing. What's the hardest thing about getting no. a colonoscopy, the Ed? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Telling your dad you'll love it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you'll love it, man. You know what? I don't ever want to be no fag, man. Please. All man, right, Dan. Hold on. Anything else about Dolomite or Rudy Ray Moore you would like to say yet? I want to say I need all the kids in our little world to at least give it a try, man. You gotta watch it. You gotta yeah. watch at least the first ninety minutes. <laughs> Sam, it, it definitely it, it definitely needs to be experienced. Like you should watch Dolomite just so because you can see you kids, seen Dolomite. You kids are in such a white culture that you don't know nothing about, you know, real black people. Yeah. I'm like I'm like, oh shit, this dude's on the wrong side. Hey, hey man, move over and let me pass before I be pulling these hush puppies out your motherfucking ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's a Dolomite line. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, man. <laughs> Well, what 
what's the other big insult Dolomite would say? Uh, the you, you told it to me in Twitter the other day. Rat remember? soup eating motherfucker. <laughs> he rat soup Hold eating on, I'm motherfucker. At, I'm at the K. I'm at the KFC drive-through. Hold on. <laughs> Insecure oh, born in the junkyard. Something. Jack jawed motherfucker. You insecure born. Rat soup eating motherfucker. And then he shakes his head like. Ugh. Hello? I know one thing. Y'all want to give me the, uh, you got any chicken pot pies? Give me one second. Let me make sure I have one. You got Uh, Carolina gold. I want Carolina gold. (laughs) What does that mean? They got got Nashville chicken out here. Okay, just one pot pie? Yeah, I just want one of them. Okay, by itself or in a meal? No, just by itself. Okay, anything else? Then give me the two-piece combo, but I want chicken right legs. I want two chicken legs. Yeah. Okay, and original or extra crispy? Original. And let me get mashed potatoes. And a uh, their mashed potatoes are good. Yeah. You said mashed potatoes and what else? They come with a drink, right? Yes. Or do I got to get a drink or no? No, you can get it without a drink. I don't want no drink. I got, I got pop at home. Okay, and what would you like for the <laughs> second uh, side? Oh, both mashed potatoes. Those are good. Both mashed potatoes. Are get good. the drink, <laughs> you dumbass. You're paying yeah. for it anyway. Uh-huh. You said two legs. <laughs> yeah, two chicken legs. Okay, anything else? No, that's it. Okay, twelve forty-three at the second window. Uh, My God. Good Lord, that's a lot of twelve forty-three. What what started off is I just want a Popeye turned into seemed like a lot of stuff. Yeah, twelve dollars. Shut up. <laughs> Shut your ass. But Ed, why'd you turn down the drink? Don't you pay for it anyway? Yeah, you're no, paying no. for it anyway. Just take it. No, that you can buy. You get the combo or the meal. The combo don't come with a drink. The meal does. Oh. Uh, oh. Okay. Uh, but but I like the. Yeah, I haven't been to. Oh. All right. Take Shut it. up. No, I'm just. You can talk. <laughs> I'll tell it on, on well, a show, on my radio show. Well, well, I like that you went with two mashed potatoes. That's a bold move, but I yeah. like it. Why? Why is that a bold move? I don't like the macaroni and cheese here. Well, usually people don't get two of the same thing, but I like their mashed potatoes. They were great back in the day. Yeah. yeah, they're pretty still good. They don't take no bills larger than a 20. Well, my huh. 50 is the same size as the 20. <laughs> yeah, they're all the same size. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to do your favorite joke where you ask for the two breasts, but hold the nipples. <laughs> Cut off the nipples. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I don't think she'd appreciate that. <laughs> she might. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't sound confident in her job. Carolina Gold. What does that mean? What does Carolina Gold mean? That's some other goddamn the... thing that. They used well, to the sell it. It was like it was kind of like a a honey mustard barbecue sauce. They called it Carolina Gold. Remember, Ric Flair was counting it for a while. You don't do that, huh? <laughs> All right, my friend, my friend over here. I'm on this radio show. They interviewing me, and they asked that I have it. I'm like, uh-uh. <laughs> All right. All right. Thank you. Love you. <laughs> All right, baby. Be good, baby girl. Love you. All right. Put your weight on. I know the window's shut. No, my window's shut now because I just shut it. 
She well, showed me her weight on it. Do you know she flashed me? <laughs> yeah, I doubt that. <laughs> Put your weight on it. That was Dolomite's pillow talk when they're making the making the love. Yeah. Put your weight on it. You got to put your weight on it. I always say that to the doctor because... when he gets pissed. Well, uh, yeah, I could see that. Women will think you're calling them fat. Yeah, well, if they got a little weight to them, they might. Put your weight True. on it. Uh-huh. Are we twins peeking it, Mike, though? Yeah, Ed, we got to go talk about Twin Peaks then. We'll let you enjoy your chicken at home. I'm in the car. I can't eat it in the car. You got to wait till I get home. <laughs> All right. How far is that? I'm five minutes. I'm five minutes from now. Where the fuck? You got some somewhere to be? <laughs> well, we got to talk Twin Peaks. Well, we got, Peaks. Some, we got somebody Peaks else on hold. Then? Who's on hold? Don't worry about it. It's somebody else. <laughs> nah, don't make me. Don't make me get on the switchboard. Fuck up it's show. your old buddy Kevin Jenks on hold, probably. You're in the car. Oh. You can't even eat chicken. You're definitely not running the switchboard. Hey, hey yeah, did you get a biscuit? I don't know if it came with a biscuit or not. They better not jit me. I'll go back and yell at them. I used to like their biscuits. Yeah, who the? F- yeah, the I mean, biscuits like, are good. The mashed potatoes can kiss my ass. Where's my biscuits, you monkey-fied bitch? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. See, I think Dolomite makes. So let's make. Oh, I gotta tell evil. you something. Me and my grandson made a new Ed uh, cartoon. Oh, nice. Now this one, at the beginning of the of the cartoon, a girl with a kid knocks on Ed's door. And all right, when I answer the door. I'm like, hey, Gina, how you doing? She's like, Ed, where you been? I finally caught up with you after all these years. He's like, yeah, I know. I've been doing stuff. What do you want now? She said, well, this is your son, little Ed, and I need you to watch him this weekend because I got big plans. I'm like, man, I don't know this little motherfucker. I said, what would you do with that $400 I gave you for that fucking abortion? (laughs) So she's like, Telling me all kinds of shit, and I'm telling her all kinds of shit. Then I look down at the kid's shoes. I'm like, man, look at these janky ass shoes this motherfucker's got on. They ain't real fucking Jordans and shit. And she looks down at my shoes and goes, what kind of shoes you got on? I'm like, these motherfuckers cost eight hundred dollars. These John Varvados. <laughs> I don't know what that means. So the yeah, little kid comes to my house for the weekend. Me and Franklin are sitting there talking. And I give the little kid, he's 12 years old, I give him the keys to the car to go to the store for me. Because, you know, the baby always did that shit. Yeah. This motherfucker wrecks the car. Oh, no. Yeah, so then I take him back to his house and say, man, I don't want to see you or this little stupid motherfucker no more. <laughs> yeah. It lasts about four minutes. A 12-year-old can't drive a car. That's what I was saying. Well. I mean, it's all based I'm on two you. stories, by the way. By the way, it's based on true stories. But the baby's not in this episode. I told you, baby Jean. Are we in the episode? No. You know what, man? I wish I could time. Remember we used to make them goddamn cartoons? (laughs) I had the little broccoli out there. Yeah. Yeah. 
Those was the greatest fucking things ever. <laughs> those were fun. Yeah, I can't remember that website, but that, that those were fun to put together. <laughs> <laughs> Once I started learning how to work it, shit, the the, the stories was nonstop. <laughs> and then Mario Speedwagon was in there. <laughs> what happened to Mario Speedwagon? I still, I still see him on Twitter and Facebook. Yeah, he's around. He's on Facebook all the time. He probably don't see me because I got that stupid new Twitter. Because, you know, all my old Twitter's gone, you know. Yeah. Ah, maybe. Because I'm Ed from Vegas 1 now. Yep. Well, I'll tell him to follow you. Yeah, tell him I miss that kid, man. All right. Yeah, I miss, I miss a lot of people, man. No one calls. No one checks up on me no more, man. Little Jay called about two weeks ago. Wow. He's getting married finally. Uh, little Jay. Yeah, little Jay's doing it, man. That was like a whole lifetime and then, ago. Guess what? You remember Uncle Remus? Yes. Yeah. He is actually a comedian that goes on tour now. <laughs> what? Go. His name is Randy Valerio. He's he's taking over for Spanky Brown. Well, he actually gets better gigs than Spanky Brown did. <laughs> Spanky wow, Brown didn't get that? no good shit. Yeah, Spanky Brown died. You know that. Yeah. And you know what the cause of death was, don't you? Strike some bleach. Yes. <laughs> What's Uncle Remus' name? Randy Valero. Randy Valero. I don't know who this guy is. I mean, I remember Uncle Remus. I'll hit you up on Facebook with it. I'm looking it up. And guess who he hangs out with? Carlos Mencia. (laughs) Ashy Larry, Donnell Rawlings. Oh, I love that guy. Yeah, I'm Riz Piatch. <laughs> yeah, from Dave Chappelle's show. Oh, okay. Yep. You know, I really could have been something. You know that? I really could have. <laughs> yes. We had we had good runs back then. Yeah, you know? it was something. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, it was something that you guys never heard before. Yeah. Like, remember when I talked to the Ultimate Warrior? That's right. He like bacon bits on his ice cream. Yep. <laughs> See, you remember. <laughs> that could be the greatest interview in radio history. <laughs> yep. It really could be. I mean, you know. But you kids didn't stick with me. <laughs> we're still well, you with didn't you. Stick around. You, Twelve years you later, we're still with you. Yeah, we're still you doing this every week. Stick. You're you're gone. No, I'm on high beta. Yeah. <laughs> well, you've been on high beta for now. Like the doctor, years. the doctor doesn't like him doing radio. He's too busy. Yeah, with the, the doctor. Like the doctor. He's whipped. She don't like it. She tells me. She tells me why you do this. <laughs> Maybe she's not creative. Hey, she's man. fucking boring. How about that? She doesn't like dolomite. <laughs> she doesn't like fake radio. She's not. She's, a, she's not fun. There's no personality. Well, she, she doesn't put her weight on it. it. 
Fuck that bitch. <laughs> yeah, fuck that bitch. Get the Edge show going again. Fuck that bitch. There's all kinds of doctors out there. There's only one Edge show. <laughs> yeah, I know, man. It was the greatest show in the world of blog talk radio at one time. It was. Well, Dr. Blogging's theme was over for one. <laughs> you remember when you used to call, like, prank call people and, like, try to book rooms for fantasy football drafts and shit? <laughs> yeah, I want to do that again, but you guys don't want to do it. <laughs> Who said we don't want to Remember do I it? Got, we haven't heard from you in years. <laughs> I got Aaron you Thompson a job at Ponderosa. I got Aaron yeah. C. Thompson a job at Ponderosa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you used to have like the the Edge Job Hunt Service or whatever that was back in the day. Job get, get, job getting service, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll give you a job right now. Would you like one? Not really. <laughs> I don't really want a job from you. <laughs> no. I'm trying to get a job from Nick. Did you get a job, Larry? No. Not till Sunday. Listen, I want you to call Danae I want you to call Danae Nicholson at K Jewelers. She's having a hiring event Tuesday, November fourth. <laughs> okay. Oh, all right. Yeah. I don't know anything about jewelry, I but call. sure. It says, would you or like, someone oh. you like have an opportunity to earn some extra cash for the holiday? <laughs> K Jewelers, hiring season, Uh-oh. part-time and nice. full-time position. <laughs> I got a well, position Ed, for we, her. We, we really should go, The Ed. The, the show's running late. We got to talk Twin Peaks. <laughs> so. All right, tell Jinx I said what's up. <laughs> All right. But thank you for joining us all about Dolomite. Again, watch uh, Dolomite is my name on Netflix, and the original Dolomite can be watched on Amazon Prime. And yep. Don't let them talk bad about you, okay? <laughs> all right, Ed. Want all you kids, want all you kids to know that Ed is still here. I haven't died just yet, but I'm down to 180 pounds, so I'm withering away. But you're only like well, five two. Your, uh, your dinner sounds like you're right back on track to getting to the good old days. What do you mean? You What's got, wrong with you my got dinner? Kentucky Fried Chicken in the car. That ain't healthy. What do you mean it's chicken? Just why don't you just drink fat? Just just alleviate the chewing. Jesus Christ! All right, I gotta go. You gotta <laughs> stupid. All right, right the Ed. All right, Thanks, Ed. Buddy. All right, don't let him talk bad about you. There Muted. goes the Love Ed. you. Muted. <laughs> muted. All right. I'm muted. Yeah. All, All right. right. Well, here's here's the other issue I have is uh, my internet's out again, so I I, I can't really run the switchboard right now. <laughs> oh, so you can't bring Jank on? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I don't think I can. All right, hold on, Jank. I, uh, I'll log in. Yeah. you got to hang up in the head, too. I, I hear him making noise. <laughs> What's going on with your internet, Larry? I don't know. We uh, we called Comcast last weekend, and they like did that, like, oh, we're going to refresh your signal and shit. And then it was working pretty good all week until yesterday it went out once, and then this is the 
third time, I think it's went out since like five o'clock. So we got to go get a new box or a new modem. Uh, But we used to have, there used to be a place you could do it, oh, about five minutes from here. But now I think I got to drive to like West Mifflin or some stupid shit like that. Like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. West Mifflin. It's far. F-A-R. Well, I'm on. Oh, here it goes. Here it goes. All right. Uh, let's see. I got to hang up on Edward, but uh, yeah. No, I think Jenkins I think did seven. Okay, here we go. Uh, well, I haven't used the switchboard in a very long time. Let's see. Uh, mm-hmm. You want to hit the headphone-looking thing? Jank. Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, there he is. <laughs> it works. What's up, Jank? Oh, not too much. I hope I well, well, hit the uh, info yeah. on that K jewelry job, though. It sounds enticing. <laughs> yeah, make, <laughs> make sure you jot that down. Uh, Jake, did you watch uh, Call Me Dolomite? Or Dolomite is my name. I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What'd you, what'd you think? Uh, it was solid. I, I kind of agree. Yeah. It was nothing like world changing or anything, but I enjoyed uh, but it. But it was a nice little movie. Yeah. Yeah, I was always good to see again. Wesley Snipes back. Uh, I mean, I might. It, it, not anytime soon, but maybe sometime in the future I could see watching it again. It's now, the dirt. have you ever seen the original Dolomite? Uh, no. <laughs> I think I think about a month ago I tried watching it and maybe made it about five <laughs> minutes. And I was like, eh. <laughs> yeah, it's like there's a fine line between so being a bad movie that's awesome because it's so bad, and then just being a bad movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think I did I think intend a, to go back and watch the rest of it, but I just never did. It wasn't I, I that think at the start, it's, it's so bad, it's awesome. But then after about, like I said, 20, 25 minutes of it, you're like, holy shit, this is just bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's the hard thing with a, with a whole movie. It gets old yes. after a while. Yes. Like at one point, Nick, like, she goes, what the fuck is this? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> She goes, it's stupid, and I'm like, anymore. yeah, I'm, I'm done too. I can't, I can't watch any more of this crap. <laughs> it's worth it's the experience, though. At least that that first scene with the machine gun, gun, that was great. I loved it. Awesome. I got a sense of it, but you know, that's all you need. I got, it's I got just the concept of, like, of a pimp coming out of prison, surrounded by a bunch of hookers who all know kung fu, is tremendous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what's set up. Jank, you've seen The Last Dragon, I take it. No. I don't oh think I've God. ever seen it either. I don't think I, I that <laughs> movie is the greatest black exploitation movie. I don't know if that fits because it, it, it was made in like the you know, eighty three, eighty four, yeah. but that has kung fu, that has all the elements of dolomite, but sprinkle in some break dancing and it is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I love the. I've seen the Last Dragon a hundred times. I love that movie. If you ever see it around, watch it. It is. It is awesome. It's so. It, it, that's a movie where the acting is so bad and the story's so bad, it becomes awesome. <laughs> it, it just Do they have to, to be throw clear. it on cardboard every time they fight. <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> Do they throw it on the cardboard every time they fight? You know. Oh, um, yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing we should make clear about Dolomite, even though there's a lot of kung fu in the film, 
no one in the film actually knows kung fu. That's the important thing. Oh, no. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no. That, no. That's a very important detail. <laughs> <laughs> that was the funny part in the yep. uh, that immersion movie where it's just like, is there any way yeah. we can shoot that kick so it actually looks like he's kicking him? <laughs> like, no. There's no way to no way we can possibly do that. <laughs> uh, good times. And what do they always say in there? What, what do we want in movies? We want explosions, titties, and kung fu. <laughs> right? That's a good trio. If you have those in a film, it's going to be good. So, uh, True. It's a proven formula. Dylan White. Uh, Jank, have you watched any other movies that you would like to update people on? Uh, I saw the uh, Fandango was having this like you know early access screening of uh, Doctor Sleep the other day. Oh, you saw it already? So I did go see that. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Oh no, what happened? <laughs> um, I mean, I had uh, a couple months ago just to get ready for it. I I listened to the book on tape. Uh, version like the audible version of the book that it's based on uh and this i thought it was doing a fairly good job like the first half of adapting the book uh the second half though then it completely goes a different direction changes a whole bunch of stuff and i can't say any of it was for the better (laughs) see this is what i'm saying stay away from the fucking book (laughs) why would you ruin shit with a fucking (laughs) stupid ass book man just stay away yeah. from the book. Like, take the book out of the equation. Like, what is your like? What is your affection for The Shining? Uh, the Shining, I love. I love The Shining. All right. Um, so the book. Let's take the book out of the mix. Okay. You never listen to that stupid fucking book. <laughs> How, how's this movie? I still don't think I would have liked the ending. Um. Right. I still think it would be unsatisfying given the movie that they gave me. <laughs> uh, and right. it really turns into uh, like a greatest hits of The Shining at the end uh, where they go back to the hotel and it's just like, oh, you remember this, right? Remember this, right? Remember this, right? It's just like, oh, God. Mm. <laughs> so that's not till the end. I thought that would be earlier on in the movie. See, I wanted yeah, to spend no, a lot of time in the Overlook again. We don't spend a lot of time at the Overlook? No, no. Not so uh, much. That's disappointing. <laughs> it's more just hey, Danny hey, Larry, Torrance living his life being an alcoholic. This is going to make <clears throat> you very upset, Larry, but you know how dumb I am? I've never seen The Shining, like start to finish. Oh, my God. I've seen chunks what? of it. What? And, and I saw the end of it, like when they're in that uh-huh. maze and the guy <laughs> freezes at the end and all that. So I've seen that. But start to finish, I've never seen all of it. So I actually had no idea that the little kid in that movie had, like, uh, like a gift or a powers that it, they Yeah, it's called The, the Shining. Shining. <laughs> yeah. See, I had yeah. no concept of that. I had no idea why the movie was called The Shining. <laughs> ah, all right. I, I just found that out <laughs> last week. <laughs> you know, I swear to God this happened. Uh, I watched Dolomite is my name, I think, Wednesday. And I don't know. We, I was about an hour into it, and I'm watching it. And I, honest to God, I thought, like, what the fuck? Like, Mike Dell won't watch The Shining, but he wants to watch garbage <laughs> like this. And I'm like, I don't understand him sometimes, but whatever. I'll, I'll watch The Shining when you watch Mulholland Drive. 
How's that? Oh, I'm gonna watch Mulholland Drive next. <laughs> next time I see it somewhere streaming, I'm gonna watch it because I, I, I'm I'm into Lynch. <laughs> yeah, that's a movie. Uh, if you watch it again, I'll watch it again, and we need to discuss because I haven't seen it in like 20 years. But uh, it's very um, open to interpretation about what happened. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like Lost Highway is a lot like that, too. Every time I watch the movie, I'm like, I think I like this, but then I have to read up on articles to figure out what <laughs> yeah. the fuck happened. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like Twin Peaks. you got to watch it and then research. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So are we homework. ready to talk Twin Peaks? Yeah. Oh. Sure. Oh, wait, I'm running the switchboard, huh? I was like, Larry. Well, I, th- I might be able to do it. Uh, oh, yeah, there he is. There you go. Back Diane, 11.30 a.m., February 24th. Entering the town of Twin Peaks. You know, this is, excuse me, a damn fine cup of coffee. I'm going to let you in on a little secret. Every day, once a day, Give yourself a present. Damn good coffee. And hot. Fuck you, Larry, with your monkey ass. Fuck you, Larry. There it is. We're continuing our uh, journey through all the Twin Peaks series, seasons, episodes. We're in season three. Episode three. Yep. Yep. Larry, do you remember where episode two left off? Uh, wasn't that Cooper falling? I mean, technically it ended with the the song. <laughs> uh, the chromatics in the bar playing a song. Oh, that's right. They were in the uh, bar. Remember James? James and, Paul, yeah. Paul James and uh, Shelly? Yeah. 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 Yes, yes. Okay, yes. that's right. Yeah. Okay. Um most of these end with some kind of musical performance. <laughs> yeah, which is weird. I'm not saying I don't like yep. it. It is weird. But it's weird. It is. <laughs> it's different, for sure. Okay, so I'm looking at the little website here. Uh, this episode is called Call for Help. And like I said, it's the third episode. <laughs> Call of for Help. Three. And for help. it opens with uh, Agent Cooper descending through a void, and he drops into a nondescript area with a purple hue. <laughs> I love uh, this. Yep. He looks upon a body of water, then goes through a set of windows to a room where an eyeless woman sits in front of a fireplace. Like her, like her, the place where her eyes would be, it's just nothing but skin. Yep. Right. Yeah, it looks like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was Josie for a while, and then I was like, nah, <laughs> yeah. Josie. Oh. <laughs> uh, he asks her where they are, but she does not speak, instead making breathy noise. As a loud pounding occurs, <laughs> she signals Cooper to be quiet. He spots a mechanism in the wall and examines it, but the woman keeps him away from it and instead leads him up a ladder. <laughs> they reach the roof that floats in a void. The woman pulls the lever on a mechanism on the roof and receives an electric shock, causing her to fall into the void. Cooper looks down and sees Major Garland Briggs's head floating through the screen <laughs> and saying, Blue Rose. Cooper climbs back down the ladder like and really sees another insane. woman. Oh, I'm sorry. What's that, Jack? When you read it like this, it all just sounds insane. Yeah. Well, that's a, <laughs> How that's is a this paragraph a coming up, and that's exactly what I was going to say when I was done reading. <laughs> so he climbs back down the ladder and sees another woman sitting in front of the fireplace. Cooper approaches her, and her 
watch strikes 253, the mechanism on the wall begins humming. All right, paragraph break. So, uh, yeah, this is all. Now, did you guys today. recognize that woman, the uh, the second woman there? No. Is that Josie? That is the the <laughs> actress who played Ronette Pulaski. Wow. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I have no That's idea what significance Pulaski. that has. Is, um, I can't no. imagine it's the real Ronette Pulaski, but. Yeah, did did the actress who played Ronette Pulaski in the series also play her in Firewalk with Me? I don't know. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. Okay. All right, so yeah, I didn't even recognize her. Um, so, so Larry, uh, we should mention 253. Didn't they tell Cooper to pay attention to 253 or something in the last episode? Like, uh, I think the giant said it or someone. Doesn't, wasn't 253 yeah. brought up at some point? I believe so, yeah. I know 430 was. Yeah, four three zero was the time or something he gave that he the giant gave him at the beginning, but I think later on in the episode, some, someone said something right when he was trying it, to leave. It may have been the uh, the electric tree that used to be the hand or the arm. <laughs> yeah, the arm. <laughs> something about right. Uh, so Larry, what do you think about this opening? You said you really liked all this. I loved this. I loved this, <laughs> okay. and especially. When when he lands on that balcony and he's looking over that ocean with that sky, I was like, man, I could live there. That would be <laughs> ideal for me, right there. Yeah, I loved all of this. The, the the pounding on the door, whatever was going on there. Yeah, this whole like just surreal sort of whatever's going on. Not, it does. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it made sense, but visually, <laughs> it was fun to watch. It is. It is cool looking. I don't know where this is or, you know, how this yeah. <laughs> ties into anything. I mean, if theoretically the Red Room is the Black Lodge and where the Giant was was the White Lodge, wh- what exactly is this place? I don't know. <laughs> is it limbo? Purgatory type of situation? Yeah, maybe. If you like David Lynch, like it's just some kind of escape, escape hatch. You will like this beginning. Like, it's very Lynchian. Yeah. Oh, know. it's so good. It's beautifully it's, shot. Yeah, it's like 20 minutes long. Yeah, and there's very little dialogue for most of it. Yeah. yeah. So uh, next we see Cooper's doppelganger driving, and he begins to experience discomfort. The yeah. cigarette lighter in his car begins to uh, exert electrical force. Agent Cooper approaches the mechanism in the wall up in the uh, void place or whatever, and the woman tells him, when you get there, you will already be there. <laughs> the doppelganger continues to be uncomfortable as Agent Cooper is taken inside the mechanism. Yeah, he gets, like, sucked inside it, uh, which leaves his shoes behind. <laughs> the doppelganger loses control of his car and wrecks on the side of the road. He begins gagging but folds, <laughs> holds his hands light, tightly over his mouth as he watches the cigarette lighter and red drapes faintly appear in front of his car. All right, so basically Cooper's being sucked back into our world. Mm-hmm. And the doppelganger sucked back into the Black Lodge is what Yeah. And apparently they get sucked back and forth through electrical sockets, which I don't yeah. understand. <laughs> I guess because they travel as like electrical told... impulses. I don't know. That dude told Cooper he couldn't leave the Black Lodge till the doppelganger was back in. Yes. Yep. So that's kind of what's going on here, but then 
Yeah, they, next, you know, yeah. we see doesn't make it. inside a house for sale, we meet Dougie Jones. Yep, another <laughs> Kyle McLaughlin. Kyle McLaughlin yeah. number three. Except he's like yep. a little chubbier, and he's got like uh, he's got a weird blondish like hair, sideburns, right? and yeah. <laughs> and he's sitting with Jade, uh, who's a hooker and a naked hooker at that. So hey, nice. Yeah, I was uh, wrong about the no more nudity. I would imagine those yeah. hookers. <laughs> I'm are wrong. Naked. I say I'm wrong. <laughs> she she notes that something is wrong with his arm, on which he wears the ring. On one of his fingers. Yeah, so again, the ring mm-hmm. on the hand and the arm's going weird. Uh, Jade goes to shower. I'm a big fan of Jade. I like Jade. And oh, yeah. uh, Jade Dougie Hodge. gets out of bed before falling as the doppelganger continues to hold his mouth. Dougie crawls to the house's living room where an electrical socket exerts electrical force. He vomits and is transported <laughs> to the red room. The doppelganger <laughs> then vomits. Up his own uh, Garmin-Bosia, which, as we've established in the past, is pain and suffering, correct? Yep. That looks and like then he passes out. <laughs> so, all right. So, Dougie Jones gets sucked back in while Cooper comes into our world. The doppelganger, the evil doppelganger, he stays here because he created Dougie Jones to act as his replacement. Yeah, so he would get sucked back in while the doppelganger got to remain free. Now, Larry, would you like to describe what happens when Dougie Jones is in that room with Mike? (laughs) Like he's in the red room? I kind of love seeing him there. It's just so weird compared to the scenes you normally get in the red room. (laughs) They're just kind of like, who is this guy? Why is he here? He's just kind of confused. He's... His head catches on fire, and then he turns into, like, a BB. <laughs> yeah. I thought he was turning into Ghost Rider for a second there. Yeah, I did, too, for a brief second. I'm like, yeah. all right, Marvel crossover, but no, that's not what was going on at all. <laughs> yeah, so, so Dougie, well, Dougie's hand begins to shrink, and then the ring falls off his finger. And his head pops into the form of a black cloud. A clean golden orb floats out of his shirt. And the black cloud forms into a head-shaped object that Mike shields his eyes from. The object appears to start to produce an orb of its own as electrical sounds are heard. Suddenly, the clean gold orb appears and seems to attack the head-shaped object. The clean gold orb is left on the chair, which Mike picks up along with the ring, which he places back on its pedestal. He puts the ring on the pedestal, yeah. This writing isn't that strong. All right, so, uh, yeah. Jank, explain this. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's hard to hard to explain, but I guess that that gold ball is essentially what you can use to create one of these, <laughs> whatever he is. Yes. Uh, I guess they eventually later call them tulpas, uh, which is like well, yes. some Tul- kind of tulpas is actually a thing. That's a legit yeah. thing. Like, like, like it's, it's not something invented for Twin Peaks. I mean, uh, yeah, tulpa. Exactly. The, the old days, uh, monks <clears throat> would meditate. And they would create a tulpa, which is basically a creation of the mind, and they bring it into our reality. They just conjure up whatever it is in their mind, and boom, it, it comes into our reality. Mm-hmm. It's called a tulpa. Um, yep. So actually, one of the comic books I was you know, planning to write, actually one of the characters would be tulpa, had something to do with tulpas and stuff. 
So this is a, not just a Twin Peaks invention. There's there's a history here for tulpas. Is it um, a tulpa suicida? <laughs> yes. <laughs> when you do a suicide dive through the second row, it's a tulpa suicida. Uh, but it, again, this is the things like Jank and I. We can read up on this afterward and rig, figure out what's going on. But if you're like watching this for the first time and you're not like, you're yeah. like what the fuck is going on? As I was when I first saw this. That's why I was still like, what? <laughs> I was so conflicted yeah. about this season because I'm just like, I don't know what happened. I so, literally so I don't. That, so I guess that doppelganger, he had a little seed where he made his own little topa, um, and the topa got sucked back into the red room. <laughs> so yeah. the doppelganger didn't have to go back. So now you have Cooper and the doppelganger in the world together. Mm-hmm. But is this where we learn where Mike or someone else says, well, but one of you has to die, right? Like you, you can't Yeah, he, he appears to Cooper, I think, and says that. Now, here's where I was like, oh, boy, okay, so they're both out in the world. Like, now the rest of the season is going to be about them battling each other. Like, Coop's trying to track down his doppelganger and shit and, and bring him to justice. But <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's a lot of Dougie Jones. Yes. Most of the season is Dougie Jones. What? Most of the season? <laughs> yeah. Yep, oh. I'm going to warn so you now mo- because. <laughs> so we're just going to get yeah. a whole season of Cooper repeating the last word of whatever sentence is said <laughs> at him. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, because. Yeah. All right. All right. So I'm already let, tired of that character. <laughs> yeah, I, I was hoping it would just be a one time because let's get into this. Um, so Cooper is sucked into our world, and he, he's on the floor now in the house with the hooker. And, and the hooker comes out of her shower, and she's like, Dougie, what are you doing on the floor? Now, keep in mind, Dougie Jones, well, they, well it's Cal McLaughlin, and they look similar. They look nothing alike. Nothing um, alike. <laughs> Cooper's a thinner, true. different man on the floor. He has black hair <laughs> slicked back. He's got the suit, the fancy black he's suit, thinner. like the FBI suit. Dougie Jones was dressed like, I don't know, a used car salesman. Yeah. And, and, like a, and, and he says, hey, Dougie, where did you get that suit? What happened to your hair? Did you get sick? <laughs> oh, well, we better go. You wearing a wig this all this was, time? This is all so fucking stupid. <laughs> <I'm sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I love Jade. She's great. But maybe acting isn't her best thing. And at least yeah. the, the material she was given was awful. <laughs> like it was just so stupid. And then so Well, I mean, I guess it makes like, sense in that she doesn't really give a fuck. Like she just wants to Yeah, get out of there. I, yeah, I guess. But, but <laughs> she just wants them out of the house. Up, yeah, she yeah, gets them up. Exactly. Uh yeah, cuz they got to get out of the house before people show up or whatever. So she gets them up, but he's not talking at all. And he's just wandering around like he's in a coma. Like he's completely <laughs> yeah. like loopy. And this is how he acts for like the next two episodes, right? The Cooper, he's just yep. this episode. Yeah, I can't remember. So yeah, he's just walking like he's walking and no one suspects like anything like she thinks he had a stroke or something. So she drops him off at a casino and says, call help. You might want to take him to a hospital. <laughs> for help. I don't know. Call <laughs> yeah. for help. Um, so Cooper, yeah, he would just repeat like the last <laughs> thing people say and uh, but he's like all brain dead and just wander around like a zombie. Yet, yeah. then he, he, even when he gets later on, well, he goes to this casino and he wins a bunch of money on the slot machine. Yeah, he keeps seeing the Black Lodge above the machines that are about to pay off. 
So he keeps yeah. putting his money in there and keeps winning all these jackpots. Yeah, and, and God bless the people in the casino. They could have robbed him blind, but no. Yeah. You know, yeah, they're they all, make sure he gets his right, money. Yeah, so they give him his big <laughs> money, and they say, where do you live? And he, and he just knows his name's Dougie Jones because someone in the casino recognized him as Dougie Jones, which I find incredible <laughs> because he looks nothing like Dougie Jones. <laughs> That's Willem. And, that was Willem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so he, he gets uh, they get a limo because he's a big winner, and, you know, so they say, hey, but you got to promise us to come back to the casino or whatever. So they send him off to go back to his house, and he just remembers a red door and a uh, complex. So they find the place. He gets out. His wife comes thump- – Dougie Jones' wife comes out of the house, and it's Naomi Watts. It's Naomi Watts. Yep. Yeah. So right away you're thinking, how did Dougie Lynch Jones get a hot, a hot lady like <laughs> Naomi Watts? But then she just slaps him, and she's like, Dougie, where have you been? And he still won't talk, <laughs> and he's still acting like a zombie. Yet they just go about their business, and he, she takes him aside, and she's all mad at him, and they have a little kid. And and he just lives in their world for the next day or so. He doesn't even know how to pee at one point. She has to tell him how to pee. <laughs> that was pretty funny. So Dougie Jones is just retarded? Is that what we're supposed to take from this? I'm guessing – I see, I don't know what exactly the story is. I'm assuming maybe because this isn't – he was supposed to come back in his own body, but instead he came back as Dougie Jones, so maybe that messed up the transfer somehow. And he just didn't but get all the his hell brain. Is the wife but, not like, did you have yes. a stroke? What the yes. fuck is right. wrong yes. with you, that's, moron? That's what I meant. Like, is he <laughs> is the normal Dougie Jones just so retarded that no one notices the difference in his behavior? At least, I mean, we saw a very small bit of him with Jade, and he seemed normal. So yeah, that's what I, I don't understand. All just oblivious. Any of this. Yeah, yeah. Like it seems like they're going maybe for him comedy. and his wife just have a weird relationship where they don't talk much. <laughs> like, like I could kind of see them playing like, it for comedy, but the first two episodes of the season, Larry, the reason we loved it is because it was pretty straightforward and serious. And now yeah. this, yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is the part of Lucy back to their nonsense. Yes, <laughs> we get a lot of Andy and Lucy. Oh uh, yeah, about eating a chocolate bunny. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. <laughs> a bubble of gas. Because <laughs> something was missing from the evidence. They're going through the old evidence. Something's missing. That's what the log lady said. And uh, mm-hmm. and she goes, oh, I know it's missing. I ate a chocolate bunny from the evidence or something. I don't know. <laughs> and it's, yeah. it goes on for about 15 minutes. And, yeah, that's the and, thing is I don't know why every scene has to go on so long. At least in the old days, like, you'd have their little comedy <laughs> relief scenes, but they would be, like, two minutes long. Now it's like, yeah, it's, <laughs> let's it's drag this out forever. Yeah. It's tough. So uh, I did like uh, where Hawk is just like, it's not about the bunny. Is it about the bunny? <laughs> <laughs> so like that's just a commentary on David Lynch's things. <laughs> you don't know what's important. So at the end of this episode, Larry, we at least get some uh, – Ray of Sunshine when Deputy Director Gordon Cole shows up with yeah. uh, his buddy Albert and a new agent, yeah. Tamara Preston. Nope. They discuss Tammy the murder Preston. case. Oh, you're you're familiar with this person, Jack? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, well they keep calling her that. But also she is uh in those books like The Secret History of Twin Peaks and the Final Dossier, she's like the one compiling everything. Uh so oh. she's kind of a Kind of the narrator of that, I guess. Now, I don't know if you guys could tell, but I think uh, astute observers would be able to tell she is not an actress. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I think she's actually a singer or something, right? Yeah, she's actually a singer. And I guess she's been working with David Lynch for many years on stuff. And so he let her do this. But, yeah, not an actress. Uh, she's a good-looking lady, though. Yeah, you and, can tell. Uh, I, I like when they're – I think it might be the next episode, but there's a scene where she walks to the diner and they just watch her walk. That is spectacular. I was a big yeah. fan. Um, <laughs> Albert's like, yeah, I feel better now. <laughs> I thought he was saying that just because she left. <laughs> oh, I think to watch her is what made him I feel better. He, yeah. uh, see, I got the impression yeah. Albert Albert's not keen on this girl all that much. Yeah. But uh, I'm the best actor. She says, how you feeling? He said, I'm fine. And then she leaves, and he's like, I'm feeling better now. I'm like, I, I, I took that as, well, I don't really like this girl. I'm glad she's gone. Here's here's one thing oh, that technology no, kind of fails us in right, this so. show. Uh, where technology is, is the enemy here is that the fact that we're in 2017, I think, when this show aired, or maybe 2018. So Cole's hearing aids are much better. So he's not as hilariously <laughs> loud as he was in season two. He's just a little bit louder. So then, yeah. you know, it, it's not quite the same Cole. Like, the thing that made Cole great was how obviously and obnoxiously loud he talked <laughs> all over the place. And, you know, he's not really doing that now. Yeah, I know. That's kind of one of the sad Lynch, things I think Lynch they had has to good do. Hair. <laughs> yeah, he does. yeah, like, he's an old, old man. He still has that full head of hair. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. He, all right. I'm sure, you know, maybe it's plugs or whatever, but he has cool hair. So, uh, yeah, so Cole, Albert, and Tamara, they're discussing a murder case. Uh, and then uh, they, they dismiss a bunch of other people. They're talking about another case. And then Preston uh, presents to them the deaths of Sam Colby and Tracy Barbaretto, who we met in yep. season one when that ghost thing came Up out of the box. Nose with the rubber hose. <laughs> devoured them all. <laughs> and they think, oh, this case this case is related to Cooper and the, maybe the Blue Rose or something. Um, yep. Oh, Cole is then informed that he has a call related to Cooper, and they schedule a meeting in the Black Hills of South Dakota at 9 o'clock the next morning. Then the yeah. final scene, we're at the Roadhouse again, and the Cactus Blossoms are performing Mississippi. Oh, how nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, the, the lady playing uh, Tammy Preston, her, her the actress's name is Krista Bell. Krista Bell. You wanna... Oh, yeah, I looked her up already today. <laughs> oh yeah, I looked her up as well. <laughs> yeah. I will say in the uh, the books, uh, the I listened to the audio books, and they did get a different actress to play her in the books. <laughs> oh, okay, probably. I bad. guess they realized their shortcomings. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. So that's the end of episode three. I got to tell you, not happy yet at this point because I just the Dougie <laughs> Jones shit. I was like, what the fuck? Um, Here's the thing. I, I kind of like, like the Dougie Jones stuff, but I definitely. Is not what I wanted from this season. <laughs> yes. Not for a million hey. episodes. I'll tell you this much, Jake. Uh, Dougie Jones is no Kevin Finnerty. That's all I'm saying. Like, I don't hate this <laughs> like Mike Dell does, but it's it's not awesome. I mean, if I, mean, if I got to sit through like 14 more episodes of Cooper like this, I, I'll probably end up hating this show. Well, Cooper, yeah. I'm guessing Cooper won't be like this the whole season, right? Not the whole season, but... Way closer than you'd think. Really? Because yeah, I thought, he, yeah, I yeah. thought yeah, this would be it. Chunk. I thought episode four would be the last episode he acts like this because at the end he drinks coffee and he spits it out thinking, oh, well, the <laughs> yeah. coffee brings him back. The coffee will bring him back. Yep. 
there's so many things like that where you're like, oh, finally, he's going to get out of it. But nope, <laughs> he really dragged Oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. It's, that's why it was oh. so frustrating every week when I was watching this. I'm like, we're running out of episodes. When are we going to get the real Cooper back? <laughs> wow, <laughs> I got to tell you, I am devastated to hear this, Larry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, he said this like 10 minutes ago, too. Yeah. I know, but I just don't. That's why I said there's a lot like, of Kyle McLaughlin this season, but not a lot of the Cooper that we know and love. Oh, I just thought you meant he was like a not as like you know positive or energetic or yeah. you know, happy Cooper. Um, but, oh man, well, he's brainless. <laughs> All right, so yeah. uh, episode four <laughs> of the season is called uh, part four. <laughs> I don't see an episode title anywhere. Oh, I feel like it had an episode title, but uh, it's called huh. "Brings Back Some Memories." Yeah. Oh, oh, good. yeah. Okay. There you go. Huh? How about that? Um. So we're still at the Silver Mustang Casino where Cooper won all his money. Oh, yeah. Well, he's continuing to win the jackpots, and then they send them to his house and uh, blah, jackpots. Blah, blah. <laughs> um. Sorry, Cole visits with Bill Kennedy. Oh, as he waits to meet with Denise Bryson. That's right, he meets with the yeah. Bryson. We remember she's, Dennis she's Bryson now. Or uh, uh, David Duchovny. That was surprising. I didn't yeah. expect to see Denise again. No, I didn't either. Yeah, yeah. But they, they, well. they managed to bring her back in a way. <laughs> yeah. And Denise <laughs> is concerned that... Gordon uh, Cole wants to take young Tamara Preston with him on this uh, mission. Now, what are we supposed to surmise about Cole now? Is he running around banging young ladies on the side all the time, or what's going on? Well, yeah, because Denise said that <laughs> well, later was, on. Yeah, She's remember like, remember when Shelley? you took so-and-so out, and, you know, <laughs> we know how that ended. And he's like, oh, no, this is professional, you know, Albert, and going. <laughs> yeah, maybe Shelly <laughs> was wise to avoid Gordon Cole. You know, <laughs> you don't know. Do we know she avoided him? Yeah, because she was right back with Bobby, and uh, well, that doesn't mean nothing other. happened. But Cole left. Yeah. Remember, he had to he had to go to a case. He left town. He's like, I gotta yeah. I gotta leave town. So you know, I'm sure maybe he <laughs> maybe came he back quit into it. town. <laughs> yeah, between 25 years, there's a lot of pussy time in there. Uh, not for me. <laughs> I haven't really. Had well, that not much. you, but I mean <laughs> most people, though. I mean, Cole's outside. You're inside. So, uh, so they start talking about that, and and she finally gives approval that he can go with Agent Preston, and um, because he just reminds her that he always supported her back in the day throughout her career. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. yeah. Well, so black fix their hearts or die. <laughs> So then we get Lucy talking on the phone to, about a thermostat. Uh, Truman walks. Oh yeah, oh yeah. She's talking to uh, Truman, and then the other Truman walks in, and she faints, and I want to yeah. punch her in her yeah. fucking face. Because yeah. <laughs> she doesn't, and of course it, she does. She's 2017. She still doesn't grasp the concept of the cell phone. How you can walk <laughs> and talk at the same time. This still baffles her because she's on a corded phone from the 80s. I fucking hate Lucy. And Andy and all <laughs> I mean, I didn't Andy. back in the old series, but yeah, she's pretty rough this time around. They've made and, her too dumb. And Sheriff Frank Truman is the brother of Harry Truman in the series, and he is played by Robert Forrester, right? 
Is that his name? Yeah. Yep. yep. He just um, passed away recently, unfortunately. He was originally supposed cool. to play Harry, I guess. Oh. But okay. he had to do another pilot, so they had to recast, and they went with Mike Lonkin, but... Yeah, he was supposed to be Harry, which seems weird. I can't really picture him banging out like Josie. <laughs> I <Yeah>. could. <laughs> I definitely could. He, yeah, I could see him getting all kinds of ass. He seems like he's real serious. And, you know what I mean? He's he's no bullshit kind of guy, it seems like. Mm-hmm. So, like, I could definitely see the women, you know, lining up to get a piece of that. Because he's not a bad-looking dude either, especially, you know, 25 years ago. True. What, what I've learned no. today is Larry wants to bang Robert Forrester. That's what I. Like. Well, he's dead. <laughs> so, so he walks in, and, and his deputy is Bobby Briggs. Bobby, yep. the old Nerd yeah. well, original series, is now a deputy <laughs> yep. on the Twin Peaks Police Department. <laughs> yeah. Cleaned up his act. I guess. I don't know they kind of intimate that like he's got a bunch of cameras set up along, I guess, the the paths in from Canada. So I guess he, he, you know, from his days of running drugs, he knows where all these things oh, are, and yeah, he knows all the paths. So, yeah, yeah. so it kind of makes sense. Yeah, he's he's see, turned his the, life around, and I get the impression though that I could see Bobby kind of being in on the drug dealing, and that's why he only has cameras set up <laughs> on the paths we know. Oh, I like that, Larry. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Vic. I, I bet Bobby has paths that they don't know about that he he he's getting a cut of that drug money. Yeah, but if I would have if I would have seen a picture of that guy, I would have never known that was Bobby. If you would have said, "Who is this guy?" <laughs> I don't know. He looks, I think he looks gray pretty much the weird. same, except for the white. Yeah, the gray hair. <laughs> the gray hair major change, but other than really that, does. Yeah. He's so still uh, hair black. He's talking to Bobby. The sheriff's talking to Bobby about some uh, drug <laughs> overdose uh, connected to designer Chinese drugs. Though Bobby does not mm-hmm. believe the drugs are coming in from Canada. Mm-hmm. Truman meets with Hawk about the message from Margaret's log. And there's a deputy, Chad Broxford, present. And Chad seems like a real dick. It's Chad Broxford. Sure is. Everyone named Chad's a dick. So Andy and Lucy come in, and they're defending the log lady, and Chad's making fun of them. And uh, then Bobby sees a picture of Laura in the old case files that they brought out when they're researching Cooper, and he starts to weep. (laughs) He's so sad about Laura's dad. (laughs) Um, I like that. That makes sense for his character. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, the acting was a little over the top, but uh, you know, <laughs> yeah, um, that's to be expected on this show. He also, Bobby also tells them that because uh, they say we're trying to find Cooper, and uh, and he says, well, Cooper is the last person to see his father alive, and then the yep. next day his father died in a fire at uh, some office. So, I guess are we to believe that Cooper killed his father? Is that what implies? Could be. That's yeah. one interpretation. So, uh, we'll find out next, more. Um, oh, Jesse Holcomb, Deputy Jesse Holcomb enters to announce the arrival of Andy and Lucy's son. Get ready, Larry. Oh, no. <laughs> Wally Brando is his name. Mm. And they excitedly uh-huh. run outside. And uh, Holcomb also says that Wally wants to pay his respects to the sheriff. And the sheriff says something like, oh, fuck. Like, I don't want to go see this kid. <laughs> so they go outside, yeah, Larry. Right and we see Michael Sarah, yeah, dressed up like Marlon Brando on a motorcycle. Yeah. Yeah. 
and yeah. he does he does this whole scene again, which runs way too long, uh-huh. <laughs> doing a Delivering doing a Marlon Brando impersonation, possible. and this is Lucy and Andy's son. He's just been driving the country on his motorcycle, but he heard about uh, his, that the sheriff's brother's sick, so he wanted to pay his respects. And he drives into town. What'd you think of this, Larry? Terrible. I hated it. <laughs> yeah. I absolutely hated this scene. It was just like he's even got like the uh the you know, like the taxi cab hat type of whatever that cap was, but kinda of to the side and he's just doing like a really bad brando and like it, it goes on for seven, eight minutes and He's trying to be all yeah. philosophical about how the roads is fucking whatever and his dharma, his dharma. And he was just, I don't know. It was fucking terrible. Like, like even Robert Forrester's like, what the fuck's going on? Yeah. <laughs> He's like James 2.0, but somehow worse. When I didn't think that was possible. No, way worse. Is he done? Are we done? Are we done with Michael Cera? Uh I think so, yeah. I think this is uh, his only scene. That. I don't know so why it even exists, it, but yeah. What was so the that point he could of that say scene? Caucasians? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but really, like, what's the point of that whole scene? Like, nothing changes, nothing happens, nothing. No. Just in case anybody was Not like, whatever all. happened to Lucy's baby. All right, well, there you go. Yeah. There's five, seven minutes, and we don't ever have to address him. Yeah, he's a dumbass. <laughs> all right. Um. So then we see Cooper back. Uh, he's sitting on Dougie's bed with his family and stuff. Oh, this is where Mike faintly appears to him. and says that he was tricked. He was tricked, and he holds up the small golden orb. Uh, Mike tells him that one of them must die, either Cooper or the doppelganger. Um, and this is where Cooper doesn't know how to piss, so the Tommy <laughs> Watts has to tell him how to go to the bathroom. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just like that scene. Oh, we should mention there's a part in the, uh, the episode before this where Jade's giving Dougie a ride, and uh, there's like a, these hitmen are there trying oh, yeah. to kill him. <laughs> but he's kind Here's of playing what with I don't the key in his pocket. I, I meant to bring this up. Yeah, so when he's riding with Jade, the hooker, away from that house where they had the sex mm-hmm. in, uh, he, he pulls out a hotel key. I guess that's why she drops him at the casino, right? Because he's staying at the hotel there. Is that the reason why? Well, that's the key it, from his hotel room in Twin Peaks. Oh, Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. So yeah, the great Northern Lodge. Yep. So so one guy is passing them in a car, and he says, hey, she just left, and I couldn't tell if there's anyone else in the car or not. Um, so he, <laughs> the, the other guy down the road says, all right, I got it. If he's with her, I'll kill him. So he pulls out this rifle with a scope, and he's looking at the Jeep, and here Cooper accidentally drops his key, and he's so slow, <laughs> he takes his time picking it up. And so when they drive past, it just looks like the girl's in the car. So the guy says, all right. Uh, no one's in the car. So then the other guy at the house, he just goes to the house and puts like a tracker underneath Dougie's car. Well, I, think I don't it's understand. A bomb, not a tracker. Oh, he okay. Figures when he comes back for the car, he'll blow him up. <laughs> All right. Well, that makes sense. Oh, I thought it was a tracker. So I was like, why didn't he just go in the I house and too. kill him? I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> Probably should have checked in there. Yeah. And then also while he's doing this, while he's putting the thing under the car, we get a scene of the neighbor, a little kid looking out the window watching it all, and his mom is like a drugged out lady playing bingo or something. <laughs> she keeps screaming 119, which I guess is 911 yeah. backwards, so 
I don't know right. if that means anything or she's just fucking high. I thought she was saying hi to me. One one nine. But it, it, it's just another one of those scenes you're like, well, why? I don't know. Yeah. <clears throat> That's a common thing in this season. It's just like, why did this hell happen? <laughs> Who are these people? What does this have to do with anything? Well, I think I think David Lynch sums this up pretty well later on in the episode. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. How does he do that, Larry? I don't remember. Well, after they talk to Doppelganger at the, at the jail, him and Albert are outside, oh, okay. and he's like, I hate to admit this, but I don't understand what's going on. And I'm like, yes, exactly. <laughs> That's your entire audience right now. None of us know what's going on. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, back at Dougie's house, Cooper, yeah, this is the part where Janie, she's cooking a breakfast, and she, he takes a sip of the coffee, and he spits it out due to the heat, and he grins, and he says, hi. So see right there, I'm like, oh, well, Cooper's going to be back. Next episode, Cooper will be back. Things will pick yeah, up. Yeah, that would have been nice. And now sure you're telling me been that. Nice. Well, here's <laughs> my question. Why doesn't he know anything? Yeah, I well, don't know. Um, well, Jank surmised earlier that it's probably because of there's a, you know, he's in this world with the doppelganger and, like, Dougie Jones. Like, you know, there's mm-hmm. a... Not the way it's supposed to work, so fuck shit up. All right. So, yeah. All right. So it screwed I up that whole plan because... of him coming back. Yeah. All right. All right. So uh, where are we here? Um, oh, Constance Talbot, one of the other cops in episode one, uh, she shows mm. Boyd and Detective Mackley the results of the male John Doe found in Ruth Davenport's apartment. Remember, Ruth Davenport was the librarian where they found her head in her bed with the body of a portly white man mm-hmm. and she says they track the fingerprints but it's blocked access to the victim's identity and records and it requires medical or military authorization military larry yeah do you know who the body is now <laughs> major briggs or whatever his name is yeah briggs it looks like it's major mm-hmm. briggs because we saw his head floating in space earlier and uh yep. big fat guy uh, yeah, Major Briggs. Mm. Um, and we also had an episode two. They said uh, I, I which had would suggest. Uh, oh yeah. By the way, I mean if he supposedly died in a fire, you know, 25 years ago, <laughs> you'd think yeah. his body would uh, not be in such pristine condition. So. So I guess Something the fire was there. to cover up the fact that he was kidnapped. Mm, maybe. All right. Anyway. Um, so Cole and they, uh, Albert and Tammy, they arrive at the South Dakota airport, and they're driving to the prison where the doppelganger is. Oh, we should mention when the cops find the wrecked car of the doppelganger, the one cop goes to uh, check him out, and he starts getting real uh, sick. Good. Yeah, because, like, the smell of the Garbano, what's it, what is it, Jake? Garbano. <laughs> uh, Garmin-Bosia. <laughs> Garmin-Bosia. <laughs> I guess it's very vile and disgusting, so everyone's freaking out. Uh, so they go to the, the uh, they're going to this prison to see uh, Doppelganger Cooper, and I like when they're driving up. And doesn't uh, Cole say something like, "You can't even see Mount Rushmore from here"? Yeah. <laughs> yep. And doesn't yeah. Albert? He's like, I bought you a picture. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he goes, "There they are, Albert, the stone faces <laughs> or something." That's. <laughs> 
really good. <laughs> Car points to Agent Preston. <laughs> yeah. Cossacks are in Russia. <laughs> We're in South Dakota. <laughs> there you go. Um, there's still some good stuff, but there's hearing loss. So when they go to the prison where Cooper's doppelganger is being held, they are presented with the contents found in his trunk: cocaine, a machine gun, <laughs> and a dog's leg. Dog's leg. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I rewound that, and I still couldn't tell what they said. I didn't know until just now what the third thing was. Oh, what the fuck did he say? And I rewound it, and I listened again. I don't know what the fuck he's saying right there. Now, now Jank, does the dog's leg ever get explained or anything? I don't think so. Not that I remember. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe 25 years. So they go to interview Cooper. They go to interview the doppelganger, and he claims to be have been working undercover for Philip Jeffries all these years, these 24, 25 years. Um, Yeah. Sounds like and he was on his way to inform Cole about his activities when his car when he had his car accident. So Cole <laughs> and Albert say, "All right, Coop, you stay here. Uh, well, we got you covered." He says it real weird. Like he says the whole story twice, just being creepy yeah. the whole time. Um, yeah. And then at one point he stares at Albert, and Albert then like stops making eye contact with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there there was that All right, little so thing going on. So that's when they go outside to try and talk things over, and they send uh, uh, Tammy Preston over to the cafe or the diner, and they watch her walk away, um, <laughs> which I highly recommend. And then Albert admits yep. to Cole that he authorized Jeffries to give Cooper information about their man in Columbia several years before. And after Philip said Cooper needed the, because uh, Philip said Cooper needed the information urgently, and once Albert gave him the information, a week later, their man in Columbia was killed. So Cole was uh, you know, upset about this, and they yeah. discuss the meeting with Cooper, and they feel that something is wrong. They admit to each other that uh, they do not understand the situation, classifying it as a blue rose. They discuss a certain mm-hmm. person to bring in to uh, identify Cooper to see what's going on, you know, to, to just get their take on Cooper. And Albert notes that he knows where she drinks. And then we cut to the roadhouse. Oh, yeah. Au revoir, Simone plays Lark. How <laughs> is that band name? <laughs> How many of these bands you know do you think Brandon knows? All of them. <laughs> but he's on a big Taylor Swift kick right now, so maybe not. Oh, Larry, by the way, oh, no. did you see Taylor Swift's, uh She's going to go to prison because she stole the lyrics or something to shake it off. Did you see that? <laughs> I did not see that. Somebody's going to there, there's some big uh, lawsuit going on about she stole the music for what like, shake it off. So think about that. You're gonna take that video I down. Yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, I got that video memorized. But Jack, <laughs> you said "Au Revoir Simone" is a reference to something. Yeah, it's a quote from something from a movie. Au revoir. I, don't, I have no idea. Au revoir. Au revoir. Au <laughs> Any guesses, Larry? Who, oh, who? Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, Pee Wee. That's from Pee Wee's Big right. Adventure. Yeah, I remember Simone was the uh, the diner waitress who uh, wanted to go to France, 
And she's like, oh, revoir, oh yeah. <laughs> she's like, oh, revoir, Simone. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yes. That, I do remember that. That actually yeah. is a really good band name. So good job on that. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> that's solid. <laughs> All right. So this episode, so, that's the end of it. And we end with they're, they're going to go to somebody who can verify Cooper, get or get their take on Cooper. Do we know who this person is, Jack? I think uh, I know who you, it is. You can probably put it together. Yeah, Larry, who do you think it is? I think it's Diane. Bingo. <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah. You're good. Unfortunately, a couple of weeks ago, I was looking something up to this show, and I saw that Laura Dern plays Diane. And nobody <laughs> <Yeah>. likes Laura <laughs> Dern. <laughs> Yeah, Jack told us this a long time ago, but yeah. Yeah. You know what's crazy is in that missing pieces thing on the the Fire Walk With Me DVD, there was a scene where you see Cooper at the FBI office talking to Diane, who's like off screen. (laughs) Like he's in the doorway and you can't see her, but... He's talking yeah, he's to in her. the doorway, like doing exercises, isometric exercises, and he's looking at yeah. her office. And I guess every day she hides something or changes something to see if he notices. And he's looking <laughs> at the room, and he notices that like the clock is moved like an inch forward or something or something ridiculous. And yeah, <laughs> something very Cooper-like. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, <laughs> This is what I'm right. saying, how, why he's inconsistent is like, you know, just little things like that where he's super smart, but then he's baffled by cherry pine shit. Well, he's not baffled <laughs> by it. He loves it. He loves it. All right. Uh, yeah, so, I don't know. Episodes three and four. Big thumbs down for me. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's tough. I'm, I'm going thumbs up on these. I, I still like them. Really? Yeah, oh yeah. That's good. All we had was Dougie Jones and Lucy and Andy for like 40 minutes of the two up, and (laughs) you still liked it? I still like being back in this world again. Yeah, I'm still liking it. Like, bad Twin Peaks is still better than no (laughs) Twin Peaks right now for me. Yep, I'm I'm with you on that one. I'll agree with that. All right. Um, I will say I'm much less interested now in this season than I was before I watched these episodes. (laughs) Put it that way. Well, like, yeah. Like when we uh, finished episode two, I was like, "All right, this is great. I can't wait to watch the next one." And uh, then it's like, "Ugh." <laughs> well, I thought episode three was really pretty solid. Episode four was a little weaker. But I thought the third episode was really good. That one. That was yeah. Good. Yeah, I like yeah. it. I don't know. All right. If I had to watch these episodes again or Dolomite, I'm watching Dolomite again. Oh no, <laughs> I'm I'm never watching Dolomite again. <laughs> Dolomite I once walked watch from New York it. to the deep, deep South just to smack a motherfucker in his motherfucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> How many times do you think they said "motherfucker" good. in Dolomite is my name? <laughs> I don't know. A lot. <laughs> At least 600 yep. times. It, it was every other word. <laughs> Dolomite is my name, and fucking up motherfuckers is my game. <laughs> my motherfucking game. Mike Dell, did, did you watch any Smackdown tonight? I I watched the start of it, and it was a really good show. So what I did, Larry, is I, I actually taped the end of it, the last hour. Oh, there, and there you go. So I don't tell me what happens. <laughs> 
Because well, I don't know what there. happens because I. I mean, watch oh. it. Oh, I thought you were watching it while we were doing it. Uh, because here's Her what happened: they did that crawl through the thing. darkness and lands in this purple zone. And there's a purple lady zone? with no eyes. <laughs> oh no, no, it's completely different. <laughs> None of that happens on SmackDown. Um, but yeah, the WWE got stuck in Saudi Arabia because of a plane issue. So all the people, for some reason, they expected people to wrestle in Saudi Arabia yesterday and then wrestle in Buffalo today. Buffalo. I don't know what they were thinking, yeah. but they they got fucked over. So they called up a bunch of NXT people, Larry. So in the first hour, Shayna Baszler showed up, Matt Riddle showed up, Keith Lee showed up. So I'm like, oh, this is fucking great. So uh, yeah. Well, I know Adam Cole fights Daniel Bryan for the NXT belt. Holy hell! And I know Tomasa Champa fights the Miz. Nice. Yeah. But I, I really haven't seen. And I just saw like at the beginning of the show, Larry Brock Lesnar, he's still pissed at Rey Mysterio, so he quit SmackDown because mm-hmm. Rey Mysterio is not allowed to come on SmackDown because he's a Raw wrestler. He's contractually obligated to stay on the USA Network. So Brock Lesnar just said, "I quit," and he's going to Raw mm. next Monday. But of course, Weird. they had to do that because Bray Wyatt won the title off Seth Rollins, and Bray Wyatt's on SmackDown, so you can't have the two titles on one show. So, oh, yeah, that. that makes sense. Yeah, yeah that makes about sense. That. All right, getting back yeah, to Clint Peaks. You know. oh. All right. Okay. Good. Any, anything else you'd like to mention about Twin Peaks, Larry? These two issues, two episodes. <laughs> no, I mean, we we just talked like 45 minutes about them. Yeah, <laughs> but nothing we didn't True. miss. <laughs> uh, I, I give Jade a big thumbs up. I was a big fan of Jade. Um <laughs> Yeah, Jay. But Do I, you guys know hot. what the missing thing that uh, Hot's looking for is? Oh. Huh. Should we know? Uh, yeah. Really? Remember Fire Walk with me. You would, uh, uh, you really would don't. have an idea. <laughs> um, the missing of thing. The chocolate Some, bunnies. Something is missing... <laughs> From the evidence of the Cooper file, um, was it the ring? Uh, nope. All right. Huh. I don't. I, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Stew on that one. <laughs> huh. I have no idea. Oh. Yeah, what, All right. What, well, what is it? We'll find out. <laughs> yeah, we'll find out, Larry. Don't ruin it. Yep. All right. We'll find out. All right. Is it that little whistle that he uh, whittled? Because that would be cool. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So That'd be great. So they just blow the whistle recorder? and his memories come back. Oh, uh, no. That would be good, too. Hmm. I wonder what he did with that. I can't remember. I'm trying to remember Firewalk with me. Like, what Huh. Is it the toothpaste that he squirted in the sink? <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <clears throat> Do we ever get that explained? Like, why? Why did he brush the teeth so bad? No. <laughs> no. No. Like, at the end of 
Firewalk with Me, wasn't that fi- what? What? <laughs> when did he start bashing his head <laughs> into the mirror? Was that the end of season two, or was that Firewalk with Me? Yeah, that was the last it's- episode of season two. Oh, all right, never mind then. Forget it. But then the. Don't they show a little bit of that in Firewalk with Me too? Don't they show a longer clip of that? Like, um, not in the movie proper. I believe that was in the Missing Pieces too. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, because yeah, I did see like a longer version of that. Where yeah, where like they come uh, in the bathroom? Sheriff Truman and yeah, they actually yeah. come in and see him on the floor and he makes up some lame story. Yeah, he slipped. So, why isn't regular Harry Truman in this show? Is he dead? No, he's alive. Uh, from everything I've been able to find, and there's differing reports. Um, a lot of things said that he officially retired from acting in like 2011, um, but then some things were saying he was never even asked. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that would suck. Don't even ask. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what that was about, but uh, I don't know if I'll ever find out the full story. Is that what's missing? Uh, that guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're sure. They just cut to a shot. Yeah, Harry in the Truman, background. the piece that's missing? I I pray <laughs> no. to God the missing piece is not Donna. Please. <laughs> what if Donna it was a new guy from Firewalk with me? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to think what could possibly be missing. I'm blanking. I don't know. Because the thing about mm-hmm. Twin Peaks, there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> it's kind yeah, of yeah, it really of everything. <laughs> <laughs> yep, 100%. And watching him, you know, like two a week, you really forget stuff that happened a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, fucking A. Anyway, all right, so there you go. There's your Twin Peaks update. We'll get done with this eventually, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> fucking A. Yeah, I'm so disappointed. Got... In... We got two months Seven left. Seven more weeks left? Yeah. Yeah, I got to spend $20 to watch this crap. <laughs> <laughs> Money well spent. No, we got three months left. <laughs> oh, no, two, yeah, two months. That's all. It's all right. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I haven't looked at anything else on Showtime. Uh, there's got to be something else I can watch on Showtime, right, to get my money's worth? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it's got to be something. There's got to be something with explosions, titties, and kung fu. Porn. There's porn. Yeah, Showtime. Yeah. Maybe on Showtime East they have that. Uh, anything else worth discussing, or are we done here? Uh, what about Crown Jewel? You want to discuss that or no? I mean, it wasn't. It was, you know, whatever. You want to bring Tuffy on and see <laughs> if he has anything. Yeah, br- yeah, Tuffy's here. Yeah, bring Tuffy on. Not my internet, Tuffy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, yeah, Tuffy. My internet's out. Oh no. Hello. The, uh... Hello, hey, Tuffy. I hear him. Brought him on. Hey, Tuffy. What's going on, hey. buddy? Hey. Uh, not much. I did not watch Crown Jewel. Oh, okay. But uh, are, you, are you excited to watch Twin Peaks now? No. There's two more months of this. I kind of have the same feeling <laughs> as Mike Pence. <Pelley. laughs> uh, no, but I watched uh, a couple movies this week. 
I watched oh, Dolomite. Okay. I watched oh, Dolomite yeah. in my name. Yeah. Well, what did you think about Dolomite, the original? I didn't see Dolomite. I saw Dolomite is my name. Oh, okay. okay. I thought you said you watched <laughs> them both. All right, so, so what did no. you think of Dolomite is my name? Or my name is That's Dolomite. That's pretty good. Call me Dolomite or whatever that was. Yeah, that is <laughs> <it was> good. <laughs> yeah, it's just a good, respectable little movie. Nothing amazing, nothing bad, though. So, yeah. 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 And then uh, I watched Aquaman. Oh. Um, that's might be the worst movie ever made. <laughs> Larry, have you have you seen it? I can't remember. Yeah, I saw Aquaman. It, it's garbage. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah, just a uh, door underwater. Yeah. That's all it is. Underwater. Yeah, except worse. I don't know if it's worse, but it's. I no, would it's rather worse. watch it's... Aquaman than Thor. No. <laughs> no. I haven't even what? seen it, but I'm with Duffy on this one. Was uh was the villain the Gordon Fisherman? That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Trust the Gordon. No, he was Black Manta, wasn't it? Black uh, Manta. Right, Black. No, Black Manta's in the movie, but he's not really like the villain of the movie. <laughs> Oh, his villain. His brother was the villain, just like Thor. Yeah, his brother's the villain. Black Manta, I think, is going to be the villain in Aquaman two that, for some reason, is being made. <laughs> well, it made a lot of money. That's why yeah. they're making it. That's all. Yeah, yeah, because Black Manta was in this one, but just like for two scenes. Oh, that's right. He get yeah he he yeah he gets his costume all together, and then he gets his ass kicked real quick. Yeah. <laughs> And I yep. was like, why, why bother? So really worried like, about him up the whole movie. Yeah. He, 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 he's yeah. out in a minute and a half. That's, that's not unlike Cain Velasquez at Crown Jewel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was, up with that? what was up with that finish? That made no sense to me. He tapped out immediately. What a bitch. Well, with Brock Lesnar pulling on a Kimura, I think you're going to tap. I mean, you know. So. Well, he couldn't what? do it in a real fight against him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got to Brock and Vince. They, Vince must really love Brock. He gives Kane all this millions of dollars just to come in so Brock can squash him in like forty-five seconds and tap him out. <laughs> Make it, you know. It was yeah. it was dumb. <laughs> um, what about Tyson Fury and Braun Strowman, Larry? What do you think of that? Stupid. That was fucking dumb. <laughs> did, did you like anything on Crown Jewel, Larry? Uh, I don't think I really did. I don't even. I didn't even watch the Hogan Flair match because when it I got home from work, fun. It, was, it was fun. Yeah, I didn't watch like, it. Like, you know, you another fucking tag team matches. At the end, there's always a sequence where everyone just walks in and hits their finishers. You know, so it's always exciting and, and fun. But yeah, <laughs> about it. The, you know, another fucking match with that goddamn red light on. That was fucking terrible. <laughs> Ooh. Dude, I love. At least they had uh, the fiend win the title because that's what they should have done before. So at least they did that. That was the right move. But Larry, did you? So you saw the finish of that match where like he falls into those equipment boxes. Yeah. Then, yeah. And then Seth Seth pulls one of the equipment boxes out and like some sparks go off like twenty feet behind them, and Seth's like, "Ah, oh, my eyes!" <laughs> he can't see. <laughs> it was so terrible. Yeah. And then uh, the fiend bad. comes out and, and beats him. But um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, who cares? I'm 
like him as Umberto Carrillo guy. I like that guy. He's really good. You could have been watching him for months and months if you watched 205 Live. But no, you don't like 205 Live because they're too small. Well, you I'd love AEW Root Beer. Then. And they're wrestling. Yeah. I'd be sick of them. Yeah, you'd also have to be watching like Leo Rush for two months. Yeah, yeah that's Leo true. Rush. Cruiserweight oh, champion Leo Rush. Rush. Put some respect on it, Tuffy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's a. Is there anything stupider than that Bobby Lashley Rusev thing right now? <laughs> I'll be, I don't watch it. Like when it comes, I watch the Kabuki Warriors and then I usually turn the TV off. <laughs> I think I, the Viking Raiders really are dumber, but not much more than that. <laughs> so yeah, the whole thing. So like, of it, l- me, I, didn't, I didn't see the whole segment at the end of the uh, Raw last week, but my gist is that. Lana got mad at Rusev because he's a sex addict? That yeah. was the conceit. Because <laughs> he just wants sex morning, noon, and night. Well, a couple things here. First of all, that's how you get someone over. If you say a guy really wanted to have a lot of sex with Lana, like, yeah, all right. <laughs> Everyone will love that guy. Uh, sure. But doesn't that make Bobby Lashley seem like a chump? Because then it's like if Lashley's like, well, you know. I don't want to be with this guy who's banging me all the time, so I'll go with be with Bobby. <laughs> Cause he's, he's well, but every scene they have with her and Bobby Lashley is like them in bed, her getting undressed. It's like, so Rusev <laughs> wants sex too much, but every time we see you, you're ready to bang Bobby yeah. Lashley. Yeah, I, I don't understand. <laughs> like, do her and Bobby like, just sit at home reading books by the fireplace, smoking a pipe? It's almost like, like they it? didn't think out the story before they started it. That doesn't sound like WWE at all. <laughs> Uh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. J- just watch Oscar and Kyrie saying and forget about everything else. That's what you got to do. I watched that on NXT. That match was eh, not that great. Yeah, it, they went too long with her just beating up Dakota Kai. But but the ending of yeah. it was great. And how, how about Dakota Kai? Like she took so much of that mist in her face. Good lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was like a fire hose. <laughs> like a bukkake. <laughs> it's it amazing. And then, uh, I don't know if you saw the promo they cut backstage, like when they're leaving, some reporter guy stopped them and says, hey, why why'd you have to win with the green mist? And Oscar's like, it was funny, right? It's because it's funny. It's <laughs> pretty good. They should they should call that move like the, the Habuki Bukkake. Like <laughs> <laughs> Habuki Bukkake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so there you go. Oh, the other big news, two other big news, uh, items of news. Uh, the next uh, War Games NXT pay-per-view, the War Games, they're going to have an, a women's War Games match, which has never happened. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you, if you're not familiar with the War Games, they put two rings, squish them together side by side, and they put a Hell in a Cell over top of everything. Well, I guess NXT, they don't put the roof on. They just put the steel cage around the sides. Um, but uh, that's always entertaining. And then Survivor Series yeah. is going to be Raw versus SmackDown versus NXT. So that'll be good. I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm pumped. Nobody? <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be great. Is it going to be at, like, Full Sail Live or something? <laughs> no, it'll be at a main arena. It'll be at a big arena. You think Maya Yim will be there? Yes. Oh, well, she's probably going to be in the War. I don't know if she's going to be in the War Games match or not. 
Because it seems like they have four good ladies and five bad ladies, so they really don't have to kick a bad lady out or add another good lady. <laughs> if they added a good lady, I'm guessing it would be Mia Yim. So. Hmm. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so what else? Anything else, Tuffy? Hey, how about them bears, Tuffy? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, last year was good. <laughs> Just living off last year. Yeah. Another kicker. I saw one of the movies. Ah, what can you do? <laughs> yeah, it's hard to kick your goals. <laughs> yeah. The Windy City, Mike Dell. Yeah. Yeah, it's right in the name. What can you expect? Very windy. So, Tuffy, did you say you Tuffy, saw Tuffy, did you guys? Oh. Another movie, Tuffy? Yeah, I saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, okay. Ooh, yeah. That was very good. Yeah. Huh. Where did you see that? Is that, is that a... It got re-released out of the theaters. Yeah, they put it back out in the theaters. I think they added like five or ten minutes to it or something I saw. Uh Uh-oh, Jake, you're going to have to go see it three more times. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Damn them. So you really liked it? Yeah, it was really good. Yeah, I want to see that. I want to see that a lot. I love Tarantino. I know, he rips everybody off. <laughs> yeah, has, has it been established yet who he ripped off with this movie? No. Has anyone figured uh, it out yet? No. Okay. But Mike Dell, um, watching NXT this week, do you have to stop watching that now that they had Poppy on there with all the uh, <laughs> Illuminati stuff with her? <laughs> Poppy, yeah. Larry, <laughs> are you familiar with Poppy? No. I think we talked just, about this on our show before, right? Sounds familiar. On our show or your show? Yeah, this show. Yeah, Mike Dunn has. All right. I'm um, pretty sure. But Poppy's this really good-looking blonde lady. Uh, she kind of acts like she's a doll or something or not really human. Um, from what I gather, she's <laughs> she's way into the Illuminati. And, and I think that her gimmick started. She was like a something to do with Satan, right? Like a little puppet or something. But I think they've drifted away from that gimmick recently. But, uh, yeah, at NXT, she did do the old hand over the eye. So that yeah. Was something. But, yeah, she played out Io Shirai, Larry. And uh, it was exciting. Io was enjoying she it. She played out? Over the place. Uh, they, they were playing live on stage. So they they played an opening song for the show, and then Io Shirai came oh. out. She played, she played Io's theme, like what well, her band and everything. You know? so, yeah. I thought Poppy was a wrestler. No, no, no. She's a singer. And oh, I, it, I think I do know who this girl is. Then, yeah. Basically, she just says, "I'm Poppy" all the time. I'm Poppy. <laughs> all right, because I think uh, I'm gonna look at it real quick. She's real good looking, but you know. All right. Hey, uh, do you remember Mars Argo? Yeah, that's yeah. the same. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, like well, Mars Argo and Poppy were suing each other because apparently that creepy boyfriend guy <laughs> yeah. that was in the Mars Argo videos was dating the Poppy girl, and they're, they're Mars Argo saying she, they stole her act or some bullshit like that. Yeah. But yeah, I don't. I, I didn't realize 
she was on. I, I do remember thing. talking about this now because I remember we had that conversation yeah. about Miles Forsberg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, what was I going to say about Poppy? Oh, there's a video. Uh, kids react to Poppy. I guess some <laughs> website. They, they just they just show kids a bunch of different stuff. Like they'll show them like ACDC or just to get their take, a, a kid's perspective on things. And so they showed them videos of Poppy. And then two years later, they brought the same kids back. But they had, like, a, uh, this thing covered up with a blanket. And they said, all right, go ahead and pull it down. So they pulled it down, and there's this glass box, and Poppy's standing in the box. And it's it's very entertaining, though, because these kids are freaking out because they're, like, scared of Poppy. They're like, oh, my God. That's <laughs> <laughs> pretty funny. It's worth watching. But, all right. Yeah. Poppy. I'm trying to decide if I'd Poppy. bang Poppy or not. Oh, yeah, that's a big <laughs> thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm trying to see how old she is, is what I'm getting at. And, and Oh, I see. And, and she also was doing something interesting with her hair, Tuffy. Did you notice she has the blonde hair on the sides and the back, and then black bang? Oh, yeah, banger. <laughs> Thanks for that update. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, there's something going on with her, because like, she was singing like a heavy metal song, but that's not like any of the music she's done before. Uh, no, she's been doing like heavier because uh, I know she she did an NXT theme like a year ago that was heavy too, I believe. Okay. So I think that might be when, where they're going now. I don't know. I'm just saying, play that thundercloud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's something going on there. And, and uh, <laughs> at, at that NXT show, Larry, they did a promo video for the Kabuki Warriors, and the background music they used was baby metal. Are you familiar with baby metal? Is that a band or a wrestler? <laughs> it's a, it's a band. Nah. It's uh, it's like three little Japanese girls. Like when they started, they were I like mean, twelve years old. Now they're like twenty. But uh, back in the day, oh, and well. they're just they just dance. <laughs> and then the background, like their backing group, is real heavy metal. So these little Japanese girls singing to heavy metal music. They're very popular. In uh, all right. Yeah, I'm looking they, at them. I could see. They're they're very creepy in Japan. <laughs> those girls look like children. Well, because they, they actually were. They were children, yeah. probably, when you're looking at them. All right. Well, I don't know, but either way, I'm going to pass. Yeah, too risque. Um, but Oscar and Kyrie, they need a new theme song because they're just mashing their themes together. That doesn't work, so maybe they'll start Yeah, no. yeah. We gotta get something different. Yeah, they they need a So does uh Baron Corbin. I don't like the I don't like the King of the Ring mixed with the, the regular theme song. Oh, I didn't yeah. even notice. I don't even pay attention to yeah. <laughs> Larry loves Larry that's, loves Corbin like I your, love Oscar. Corbin's great. I don't You gotta get on board with Corbin great. here. <laughs> yeah. Larry, why don't you uh, push up Corbin on champions? Where do you have him? Get him up there. Pretty low, pretty pretty low. Because I, I, I don't push. have the he's, training He's pretty good points. too. Pretty cool. Yeah, he still he has the hair on there. If they would cut, take the hair off, yeah. I would. He looks like the villain in Ghostbusters too. Black hair, yeah. Vigo. Yeah, kind of. Yes. Yeah, Vigo. Yeah. Vigo Berman. <laughs> Corbin Berman. What the fuck's his last name? I don't know. Oh, Baron Corbin. All right, never mind. 
I kept thinking Corbin Burnson, and I'm like, no, it's not Corbin Burnson. Yeah, Richard Dorn. Yeah. <laughs> Get down yeah. in front of a Dorn. Yeah. <laughs> All right, are we right. done? I think we're done. Tuffy, anything else? I think we're done. No, nah, just screw <laughs> WWE champions. This game is stupid. <laughs> Tuffy, you can get China this month. Well, during the show, I started a blitz. I can only do normal mode because I don't have a two-star yeah. bronze Ric Flair. Yeah. Go to do the first match, and the game freezes up. So right away, Ooh. big show, injured. Yep, that, that'll mm. suck. Yep. Thanks, champions. Well, you can get <laughs> you can get the two-star bronze Ric Flair. He's like the first reward on that talent he, up. Yeah, event. that's what he said. He so has. He just, that's the one star bronze. I thought he didn't have. Oh, oh, I thought he had. Right. It's only I the one star. I need the two star bronze. Nah, it comes one star. Yeah. Unless you get that him in sucks. a pole. Yeah. $250, yeah. Larry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was wondering I how just, long it was for to say something about that. I just, I just wanted that to be Austin. I don't um, know. I'm embarrassed. Yeah. yeah. Zombie Austin, he's good and all, but like if you face a X Pac, you're fucked. Or six, I mean. Like six will just eat his lunch all day long. So uh, I leveled yeah. him up to three star gold today. Six. Yeah. yeah, he's he's good. I could take him up to four star silver, but I really don't want to because I don't like six. <laughs> so I don't want to put him up there. <laughs> yeah, I hear but he's you. like really good on the game. Yeah, you wouldn't want to compete with Neville. Yeah, really. Neville's awesome. Hey, you know who's good, Larry? Is I put up Macho Man to uh, four-star bronze, and, like, he gets a move, his red move. I don't even have it maxed out yet. But, like, right away, if you put your trainer, Stink Trainer, on, when the game starts, that move's filled up, and that move breaks at least six yellow gems. It'll probably break more once I level it up more. So, and then it feeds his two other yellow moves. So, he's pretty freaking good. Yeah. Huh. Well, that's good. Yeah. The Macho Man. I don't like the Macho Cream Man. Cream of the crop. Though. Cream of the crop. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, Tuffy, have you watched uh. NWA Power yet? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> it's on the YouTubes <laughs> every Tuesday. NWA Power. It's uh, no. another wrestling show. But it's like old school wrestling from like the 70s or 80s. But, uh, somewhat entertaining. Uh, it's old school style, but it's current. Yes, it's not old matches. Yeah. It's set up like an old studio wrestling show. Hmm. No, I already watched you know fucking five hours of WWE and then pay per view. Like Twelve hours of wrestling a week. <laughs> NXT here and there, or maybe flip over to AEW. It's like what? Ooh. Hey, tonight, um, fuck, we might be missing it. <clears throat> yeah, we probably are missing it because we ran long. Son of a bitch. Yeah, we missed it. But at 11 o'clock, uh, WWE Backstage was going to be on. Uh, that, that little show they do. Have you, have you seen that yet, Larry? <laughs> no. I didn't watch Yo, Talking Booker Smack. T, Christian, I'm not going to watch this other one. Booker T. Page was on last week, I think. Yeah, Page and Renee Young are the four-person hosts. like that. Yeah. And Page looks spectacular these days. Um, yeah. But uh, they said there's going to be a big surprise tonight, and people were saying, "Oh, CM Punk's going to come on." So, mm. yeah. oops, I missed it. 
<laughs> Fuck CM Punk again. anyways. That guy's a douche. <laughs> <laughs> he can't wrestle or fight, but he wants to do both. <laughs> <laughs> or write comic books. But he does that too. <laughs> hey, speaking of comic books, <laughs> Flea Market Fantasy it's on iTunes, Spotify, <laughs> Stitcher, all that stuff. Uh, this week we did the uh, Mike L's pick, House of Mystery, with a fucking vampire story. Next week, <laughs> we already recorded it, and now I can't even remember what we did. Oh, X-Men. X-Men 96. Yeah. So if you like the X-Men, Jank. There you go. X-Men 96. I don't. I'm very excited. <laughs> what kind of, this this week, what, uh, what kind of downloads did you guys tough. get there? Do I you feel even like... know? Oh, no, I don't know. I'm very busy. I don't look. But, but Jank, uh, you had trouble with the House of Mystery? You weren't a fan? <laughs> I feel like Mike L didn't understand any of the stories. <laughs> Do you see that? I mentioned this last week on the show, but I swear every week I have to explain something to Mike L. He doesn't understand yeah. the books he's reading. <laughs> These are comic books. This isn't Russian literature. I can't imagine him Mike. trying to read like a Grant Morrison or something like that where it's really confusing. Like these are so simple. Th- that's the free market fantasy comic. drinking game. Every week when Mike L doesn't understand something, take a drink. <laughs> See what happens. So, um, this week, uh, the X-Men, and then, spoiler alert, uh, the one we will be recording next week, I don't like this. I don't like this stuff. Uh, Jank, how do you do with this, putting stuff in the can ahead of time? It's very confusing. <laughs> you get your days all mixed You're up. You're calling in yeah, I like to talk to about live. Morbius. You should have called <laughs> last week when we were talking yes. about x that's exactly what I feel like. Recording <laughs> <laughs> show. I just want to call in, record the shit, and let it go. It's done. It's in the air. We're done. But no, Mike L wants to record ahead of time and put it. No, this is nonsense. So anyway, we do the X Men. That'll be released Tuesday, and then the week after that, spoiler alert: Mike L wants to do an, an issue of Star Wars. Oh wow! With like the green yeah, bunny. Oh. <laughs> Issue 7 of Star Wars from 1977. <laughs> so I really have to quit letting Mike L make picks at this point. <laughs> is this just like the movie, or is it just a comic adaptation of the movie? It's a, They had a regular series back then. Like, um, yeah, it was a Marvel now. comic. Yeah. Jank, Mike L. told me this on the show. He said that the Marvel comic, or Star Wars, the, the comic adaptation of Star Wars was actually released before the movie. What? I don't yeah. know about that. That's what he said. He's Mike L. He's Mr. Right. Comic Book. Huh. I don't believe him. Apparently, it doesn't sound like it. <laughs> he might buy them, but I don't know if he gets them. <laughs> he probably read the publishing date wrong and didn't understand it. Come on, Mike L. Yeah. <laughs> It's a scathing incitement of the Canadian It's all the same. Yeah. Man, I can't do you swear on there? Uh, yeah, I do occasionally. Yeah. I work yeah. blue. Yeah. Usually when, like, Mike had any guess. What the fuck are you doing? Picking this goddamn <laughs> <laughs> You got to start reviewing them in Dolomite style rhymes. I was laughing in the motherfucking mouth. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> Um, yeah. Speaking of Star Wars, I uh, bought a ticket for opening night. Oh my <laughs> yeah. God, that's aggressive. That's You're doing it to yourself, like, huh? 
Cause yeah. Mike, I was like, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about a movie coming out. Mike, do you have any uh, any guesses what it could be? It's related to a movie. And I'm like, well, there's a Joker out there. Is it a Batman thing? He's like, no, 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 Star Wars. Uh, they're still making those things? Why don't they stop? Yeah. yeah. What is this? The question? Well, they say this is the last one. That's what they yeah. say. It's the the last money. Skywalker. Or no, Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. This will be the last one until the next one. And then don't they have another TV show coming out, like The Mandalorian, about Boba Fett? Yeah. I think that's yeah. started already. Well, this is, this this is supposed this, to be the last uh, one of the Skywalker saga. And then um, somebody is making a trilogy. Ryan Johnson is still slated <laughs> to make a new trilogy. I'm sure that'll be garbage. Yeah. But Game of Thrones guys are no longer making a Star Wars trilogy because they're doing Netflix stuff. Huh. Yeah. Well, I don't know and those guys going to take that God. over. <laughs> yeah. Or those guys just dead. Those Game of Thrones guys should have never talked to anybody ever again after they made that show because they are <laughs> not looking better, I'll tell you that. <laughs> Digging their own hey, grave. Hey, Tuffy, I, I just, it just dawned on me. You, you're Mr. Star Wars. Yeah. Would you like to join us on Flea Market Fantasy to discuss this comic book of Star Wars? I mean, I've never read a Star Wars comic book. Well, we, we could hook you up with it, you know, to let you read it. And then the, the uh, invitation's there. The invitation's yeah, there. Yeah, I don't care. When is it? Uh, again, I'm getting confused on the days. <laughs> 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 the next one is out on Tuesday. Then we record that Thursday. So next Thursday. Next Thursday, yeah. Around okay. seven so like o'clock six days from time. now? Yeah, six days from now. Seven o'clock my time. Are you in my time zone? <laughs> no, I'm an hour <laughs> behind you. So six right. o'clock. Are you free at six o'clock? I'm always free, man. Right. You know? <laughs> well, well, I, I need to check on if we can do this because, Jank, you guys do it all the time, right? When you record with Skype, you get three people on. That's possible, right? Yeah, yeah, we've done it with Larry. Yeah. All right. I'll, uh, I'll run it by Mike L., but I assume it'll be okay, Tuffy. So, yeah, plan. I'll, I'll, I'll keep you posted. All right. And I'll hook you up with the comic book, a link to it. Sounds good. Because I don't know. I, I hate to say this, but Mike L has some black market comic book connections. And, <laughs> and we can pretty much read any comic book you've ever wanted to read. What? So, yeah. Just All right. Is it called Comicology? Because oh, uh, I have that too. <laughs> Speaking of comic books, I guess. Has anybody else watched Watchmen? That's that's very no. good. Really? No. no yeah. Brandon was blowing it the other day on Facebook, but I haven't watched it yet. So far, very good. I mean, it's the leftovers guy, and so it's got kind of that kind of vibe. Does it have my girl these, in it? What was her name? Who did I love on leftovers? Uh, Carrie Coon. <laughs> Carrie Coon. Yes, <laughs> Carrie Coon. Yeah. No, there's no Carrie Coon, <laughs> but it's been very good so far. Now are these different Watchmen that were then were in the yeah, comic so not, in the movie? It's not an adaptation of the comic. It's a show set in the world of the comic. Hmm. 
It takes place like way is, later. Is right? Rorschach like in it or not? Or something? Yeah. I don't. Not yet. All right, I'm out. But he's like the inspiration for a cult <laughs> of white supremacists. Oh my god! Um, definitely out. Here we go. Yep. That's why I didn't watch it. <laughs> no, you can just watch that on you Twitter. You gotta watch it. It's, it's good. Yeah. Um. All right. What was I gonna say? Do we find out who watches The Watchmen? No. Because <laughs> uh, they're branded. Mm. <laughs> but, I gotta um, be honest. Yeah. When I hear Cousin Brandon says something good, I don't always believe it. Just I hear from you. The, from his <laughs> yeah. musical past. His music lists have music. made that evident. If you like yeah, the I leftovers, just... I think you'll like this. All right. Well, I don't got the HBO, and we're not paying for yeah. it. Well, I'm paying for fucking Showtime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, forget Showtime. Cancel the Twin Peaks segment because I don't know what you're talking about with that. Well, we don't know what uh, we're talking. All I know about. is there's like eight Coopers going around or something. Yeah, and none of them look like. Not hey, wrong. we're almost at the limit. Yeah. But uh, real quick, Jank, uh, I found out something else this week about David Lynch. He has a David Lynch Foundation. Oh, and yeah, DavidLynchFoundation.com I think is the website, and basically, uh, he's big into transcendental meditation. Every day of his life, twice a day, he meditates, and. Wow. He wants his foundation. They take meditation into inner city schools, and they try to teach kids how to meditate. Huh. <laughs> I find this fascinating. I love that's this. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I used to meditate a lot, and that's when I was like, you know, really good in life. And then it seemed like something happened. <laughs> you were really good at meditating. meditating. I was the best. And I quit the being good point. at life. So I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to use David Lynch as a inspiration, and I will start meditating again, and I'll let you know how things ha- how things progress. Nice. Of all kinds of well, I watch meditate out. an so hour a day. Your brain will be fired. An hour a fucking day. Meditate. Oh. That sounds dumb, Larry. Be careful, because <laughs> when Mike Dell when he's good, it seems like Larry's bad. When Larry's good, <laughs> Mike Dell's true. good. So. <laughs> be careful, Larry. <laughs> Larry might be going to see a psychiatrist again soon. <laughs> when yeah. I'm up, Larry's down. When Larry's up, I'm way down. <laughs> like right now, you two are both just a little bit down, so it kind of balances out. Larry hates his job. Yeah, that's true. Like that will just hate a little bit hates life. Yeah. <laughs> I'm putting it out there again. If anybody oh. in the Pittsburgh area needs somebody to sit around and watch TV – or something lazy, but still want to pay a good salary, well, uh, let me know. Well, I hear Kay Jewelers is hiring. Uh-oh. Uh, could you tell, could you describe the ring to me a little bit? Well, like the last one, it's round two, and uh, it's got a diamond on it, too. Hey, so, yeah, there you go. Just don't sell any rings with, like, a little owl symbol on it. That's trouble. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Let me show you this thing. in Jade. Yeah. <laughs> You'll be spitting up garbanzobias or garbanzo beans or whatever the fuck. Oh, yeah, girl. <laughs> hey, did anybody anybody go to Walmart today and buy half price candy? Because I did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I should have. Nick and I were up there at like eight o'clock and got candy. I got boxes. <laughs> I got a box of Frankenberry. 
for two bucks <laughs> just because it's not Halloween anymore. The Frankenberry's cheaper. All right, I'll buy wow. for two dollars. <laughs> yeah. Did you, Did you give out candy this year, Larry? Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. That fucking kid. Not only did I not give out candy, I turned every light in the house off. Like, not not even questioning whether or not we should knock on the door. Nope, there's not a single light on right now. It was fun. I liked it. <laughs> well, it's about midnight, so I think they're going to cut us off. So, uh, yeah, thanks, Tuffy. Maybe you'll be thanks, hearing Tuffy. Tuffy on Flea Market Fantasy. Uh, thanks yeah. to Jank. Uh, you know, Jank reads every horror. comic book. You could get him on one of those episodes, and he knows how yeah, to Yeah, well, Skype we will eventually. Everything. I just it just hit me while we we're talking that Star Wars and Tuffy's Mister Star Wars. So this this yeah. is a good opportunity. I think Rise <laughs> of Skywalker looks terrible before we go off the air. By the way, I don't even see, I'm, I'm not well, even going to see that movie. Yeah, yeah, it looks brutal. I'm going to hate watch it. But I'm going. I'm going opening night. <laughs> <laughs> Jank, are you going opening night as well? 